They said we'd given up. They said we weren't coming back. They said we didn't have what it took to bring Broadway Bros back to its glory and then some. And yet, here we are. It has been a long time since our last episode. Life is what happens when you make other plans. That's what that's what they say, I believe. And yet, here I am. Again, it's me, Dan, sitting across from who else? The man, the myth, Kyle. Kyle, we're back. We are back. We are back. One more time, Kyle, we're back. We are back. We're back. All we're right. Back, so, and gentlemen. here we are. I know it's been a minute, and I know our our uh, our massive fan base was uh, was worried about us, and they were like, "Oh no, Broadway Bros is dead. They're such fakies." But like, no, okay, at all. This is not our job, okay. This we have we have actual <laughs> lives that we had to attend to, and although we could have maybe done a little bit better job of uh, not just. <laughs> saying, oh, we'll be back next week with another episode. Vroom, seven months later, here we are. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're here. What we're do you back. want? What, what do you want? want? And now, I know, and now we're we're not only back, we're back at a time when people need us to be back. They need something. People need this content. They need it. They need it. And what we're going to do is we are going to give it to you. We're going to give you the content. We're going to give you a lot of content. It's going to come at you quick. It's going to come at you heavy. Got to be ready for it, but I am very excited to be back. A uh, lot, lot has changed between in my life. I know a lot has changed in Kyle's life. Yet here we are, sitting right where we were. You know, almost, uh, almost. I don't even know how. About what, a year ago. Uh, nah, coming up on like, a year. Yeah, something like that. Um, sitting in the same spot, doing the same thing. So, um, I, I, I don't know what else to say except let's just. Let's just give the people what they want. Let's do it. And what the people want. We have a great show lined up for you today. I know I always say we got a great show lined up for you today. Kyle! But notice how Dan only said show. <gasps> Did I? Did he only say show? Did I mess up? No. <gasps> we only have I one didn't? show on the docket today. We do? We do. Kyle? Why? Yes? Because it's... The... One. <laughs> called... Hamilton. Hamilton. Ah, All right, that was improv, ladies and gentlemen. Improv 101. We do theater. Uh, Hamilton. Yes, never heard of it. No matter, because you're about to. You're about to. You're about to know everything there is to know about this show. Uh, yes, notice that there is only one show because uh, there is a lot. This 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 musical is dense. Um, there is yeah. a lot, a lot to be said about Hamilton. There are what was it, like forty three songs in this show plus one cut one that's not on the plus yes it's uh, not on the recording plus a cut one yeah now each song isn't you know four minutes long but it does not matter forty three songs that's is a lot. an absolute what was it two hours monster. two hours twenty two minutes, minutes yeah. if you want to listen from start to finish on the soundtrack so, so get ready for that. that's why it and and I mean it's obviously such a masterpiece mm. and so relevant. And so popular um, that we figured it would be it would be shallow of us and short sighted of us 
to try and rush it into half an hour or put another show with it yeah just Um, we didn't feel right to do that it has to have its own its own show and and as always we'll 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 try and keep it um as short as we can but like i said this thing is uh dense and so uh try and bear with us and we're just gonna let things uh we're gonna let things go so i say uh what do you say, Kyle? We say we get right into this thing? Just dive right into it. All right, so I don't really remember how we normally start these things off, but Hamilton, uh, Broadway in 2015. It was also off, or, yep, it was also off-Broadway in 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has since, obviously, since its success, has gone to Chicago. It has a tour, the West End, another tour, Puerto Rico, another tour. There's a lot of Toronto, tours. probably another tour every year until we die. Yes. Um, so, uh obviously written by the great Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yes. Uh, Hamilton is a story about the founding father, Alexander Hamilton. Yes. Um, I really hope that the people who are listening to this at least know what it is. I'm assuming so. It's kind of hard to explain, like, every every part of this musical it's, it's a lot because it's so much yeah. so i hope you kind of understand the general gist of this musical and like who it's by and why it's so popular and seen clips from it or something something like that um but we're gonna so we're gonna go through we're gonna give the synopsis of act one then talk about the songs in act one Synopsis of Act Two. Give the synopsis. Uh, give the songs of Act Two, and then me and Kyle. And then we'll give a little tidbits, like we'll, uh, the casts, uh, some notable replacements that have come up, uh, mostly just on the Broadway and West End yes. uh, replacements. And then me and Kyle will, like we always do, give our individual ratings and each pick our favorite individual songs, which will be added to the Broadway Bros Favorites playlist on Spotify. Make sure you check that out if you have not yet. I know that we, again, <laughs> have not put anything on there in a long time, but soon enough, we will. All right, so. Yes. I'll just read the, the synopsis that that this page gives me. It's like two lines, and then we'll, I'll give my, my spiel. Mm. So, the musical details Alexander Hamilton's life in two acts, along with how various historical characters influence his life, such as Gilbert Dumontier, Marquis de Lafayette, Aaron Burr, John Lawrence, Hercules Mulligan, Elizabeth Schuyler Hamilton, Angelica Schuyler, Peggy Schuyler, Philip Hamilton, and former presidents George Washington, James Madison, and Thomas Jefferson. That's it. Wow, it's really funny because this has a warning that says this article's plot summary may be too long or excessively detailed. Great. That's true. Yeah. That is definitely true reading this. So, it's about Alexander Hamilton and just his life start to end. Whatever. Obviously, there's... It's dense. Again. But, let's just start off with Act 1. So, Alexander Hamilton is an orphan, right? An orphan in the island of Nevis. And he comes over to the United States and arrives in New York in 1776. When he arrives in New York, he meets Burr, Aaron Burr, John Lawrence, Lafayette, and Hercules Mulligan. Um, and he kind of just uh, impresses them with his his uh, well his 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 wit and his charisma. his charisma and his his quick quick tongue and stuff like that. Um, so they all start to bond together, and they all talk about how they you know want to start this or join the revolution, start this revolution. 
And uh, so they all kind of buddy up while also at the same time, Burr, out of the group of them, is kind of being lame about it. A little bit. Uh, he's kind of like, guys, like, let's all relax. Take it easy, guys. I don't want to get in trouble with anyone. And everyone's like, shut up, Burr. We're trying to freaking save this country. Whatever. Now, <laughs> so just keep that in the back of your mind because, I mean, if you know anything about history, you know how this is going to end. And so Yikes. it's fun. Uh, so this is that is the beginning of the Hamilton and Burr thing is that they're just total opposites. Hamilton comes in and he's just like, I want to go to war. I want to win the war. I want to start this and this and this. And Burr's like, let's just like wait and see like what happens. Just like tad. let's just like, uh, what's the one line? Fools who run their mouths off wind up dead. And yeah. Hamilton's like, he's like rap godding on everyone. Um, and, and Burr's like, oh well, okay, well you're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so anyway, let's let's see this musical move so quickly. So now let's skip storylines and go to the Skyler sisters. So the Skyler sisters are Angelica Skyler, Eli- Elizabeth or Eliza Skyler, and Peggy Skyler, who are three daughters of the wealthy uh, Philip Skyler, Philip. right? Yeah. Um, who is a uh, politician, uh, and so Burr runs into them god this is so difficult because there's so much and i'm trying to ah it's a lot so burlick runs in because it's like so hard to just explain everything it's, so yeah. like burlick runs into them and, and so it this they pretty much introduce those characters and they talk about like what where they are and what they're looking for and what their situation is i mean again these these three women are very rich Hamilton is not rich. Burr is not rich. Like, they, these ladies are very rich, whatever. They're, like, hanging out in New York City. They're, they're looking for a man. Looking for a man at work. They're, they're trying to get married, all right? This is the eighteen. This is the late 1700s. This is what... The sole purpose of women back then was, to was like, get married. Have kids. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, marry a rich man and have kids. And so that's what they're that's where they're at at this point in the musical. They have yes. not met really anyone else. They just know Burr, but that might not even be true. That might just be how Lin Manuel says it was. Yes. Um and so now back to the group of friends. So, I know, jumps around just like that. They're like, "All right, let's introduce all these people. Now let's get away from them. Let's go back to the other people." So there's this dude, right? His name's Samuel Seabury. Mm. And he is British. Yeah. Uh, he is just a Brit living in Yeah, he's He's in New York. I don't know um, what like the thing is, but he's like kind of like a. I would say like maybe like a diplomat. Yeah. Something kind of like a diplomat. Something like that. And yeah. so he stands up on this on this pedestal and starts. He says like, "Oh, I would like to." He pretty much warns everyone, and says like, "Oh, like England, don't don't try and get away from England because like." You're not going to be able to. Like, England's going to kill you, whatever, yeah. yada, yada, yada. Revolution's and so this is the first time that Hamilton gets to argue someone uh, in the musical. Um, and again, it's Hamilton and Mulligan and Lawrence and Lafayette. And they're all like, yeah, like, let's destroy this dude because he's being, you know, a dick about England. Yeah. And Burr's like, dude, relax. Like, let's just wear the thing. And so this is, again, the first power struggle between... Hamilton and Burr, because Hamilton's like, Burr, shut the fuck First up. of, like, a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so this was just the first song that, um, so pretty much Hamilton just roasts this dude. Yeah, just, it showcases 
it's the first, like you were saying, the showcase of um, the conflict that kind of is the overarching conflict between Burr and Hamilton, how they differ in personalities. But it also shows how Hamilton is an absolute, like, firecracker. Savage. And he can just destroy anyone, pretty Absolute much. savage. So. So yeah. then, speaking of the devil, here comes King George out of right field. Out of Britain. Out of upstage left. Yep. And, um, and uh, he just sings a song about... Um, just how like he can controls them. Yeah, like and this is stupid. So you'll be back. Yeah, yeah. He's like, all right. Yeah, this is really cute of you guys to like say, but like, come on, like you'll see. Like whatever, man. He'll be back eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you think you guys know what you're doing? You have no idea what you're doing. (laughs) Uh, then oh my gosh, here we go. Then so in comes George Washington, my boy. So George Washington comes in. And I'm just going to save you some time. Gives Hamilton a a position as his aide-de-camp. And they call it his right-hand man. Um, before the you know, war and all that sets in. Um, much to the dismay of Burr, who is trying to... Do the, kind of the same thing. Burr is trying to be... Was trying to be Washington's right-hand man. And he was speaking very simply and tactically... And honestly, and yet Washington was like, nah, like this Hamilton dude is like really going for it. Like, give me this guy. So that was the first time that Hamilton like beat out Burr for something. Yeah. Um, And so obviously that, but it's still early. So Burr's like, eh, like this sucks, but whatever. Um, But now Washington and Hamilton have uh, quite the, the tight bond being his right man. Now we go back to the Scottish sisters. Remember the Scottish sisters? I do. So we're at this ball, a winter's ball, if you will. Hamilton um, meets Angelica Schuyler, and Angelica Schuyler's like, let me introduce you to my sister, Elizabeth. And in the span of three minutes, Elizabeth and Hamilton meet, date, fall in love, get married. Um, Which is ironic, because it's like three minutes, but it's honestly like three weeks. Like in time frame. (laughs) Yeah, it really probably wasn't that long. (laughs) Like not even, (laughs) yeah. Um... So, and then, so, the next, so, that three minutes later, they're at their wedding reception. Yeah. Uh, and Angelica says, like, uh, is giving her toast. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we travel back in time to the, the, the moment that uh, Hamilton met Angelica. And the uh, the story is now told from her perspective, as opposed to Elizabeth's perspective. Yeah. Which is what uh, was told before. Yes. And it's not so from Angelica's, and it turns out that Angelica ab- actually also loves Hamilton. Of course. And said, like, oh, I love Hamilton, but I gave him to my sister because, like, my sister loved him, and, like, I care about my sister's happiness more than mine and more than Hamilton's and, like, all this stuff. Like, hers is the most utmost important thing to me. Yes. So, whatever. So, that's just things that we know. Uh, tragic irony. They don't know this. No one else knows this yet. No one else knows. No, this. not Except, even. Well, kind of Hamilton does. Does he already know at this point? At this point, he kind of does, just because of their first interaction. How yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, just because he... Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I guess, like, because Hamilton and Angelica know, does, but... um, if you remember the one line, the, uh, I'm about to change your life. And he's like, by all means, lead the way. Yeah. But then that's when she takes him to meet Eliza, and it's like, oh, I this is what you meant. This guy, my sister. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so we are... So the tragic irony is, we know that. Angelica loves Hamilton. Hamilton kind of knows it, but no one else does. But yes. we do. Um, and that will obviously come into play at some point. And so uh, now we're still at the wedding at 
Hamilton and Eliza's wedding. And after the wedding, Burr, our good old buddy Burr, Burr. comes up to Hamilton and he's like, "Hey, man, like, congrats on, um, congrats on, uh, you know, being, being Washington's right hand man." And Hamilton's like, "You know what? I'd rather actually have your job, like, fighting in the war, than like writing letters and doing correspondence for the president." And Burr's like, no, um, Burr's like fuck you. <laughs> He's like, why are you doing this? <laughs> um, and then he also mentions that, just a little tidbit, Burr also mentions that he is currently um, messing around with. He currently has a thing for the for the younger audience out here. Burr has a thing with a woman who is married to a British officer. Yes. Um, there's just a thing, though. Just a thing. Just a thing for right now. But it's... That was kind of like, oh, like, wow, like, that's bold. <laughs> very bold. That's very bold of you. Um, but yeah, Burr's kind of like, wow, like, I can't believe you just, uh, I can't believe you just, like, complained about the job that you have, which is, like, my dream job. My but, dream job. Okay, yeah, cool. Then, Burr, we'll talk about this more when the song comes, but then Burr has a song. Has about, a song. Has a song about his yeah. introspective, his introspections on all of what's going on, mm-hmm. his relationship to Hamilton and stuff like that, which we will get to at the end of Act One. Now, we start going to war. Here we go. We're in the battlefield. Um, war is getting rough, and um, uh, see, there's like some little things in here that don't really end up being too like like John Lawrence goes to a duel with. Uh, a duel with someone because he's bad talking Washington and Hamilton's like, well, I can't do it because like I'm his right hand man, but yeah. he's like, oh, well, like Hamilton, like I'm your friend and I'll do it for you, like all this stuff, like that stuff kind of matters, but not really in the end. Yeah, it, no. Like all it does is affect the dynamic between uh, Washington and Hamilton, and it keeps showing how Hamilton's a firecracker. Yeah, like While he is. He is very um, well spoken and stuff like that. He is very impulsive, um, so that. It keeps painting the picture like this impulsion might not be great for him because it might get him to trouble, which it kind of does when he almost, you know, duels yeah. someone like stuff like that. Yeah. So they're in this they're in this tough battle, and then this one dude who's a general starts bad mouthing Washington. Hamilton supports Lauren to go duel. I mean, they're both they're I mean they're both on the they're both Amer- I mean this is a duel between people who are on the same side. Yeah, so much. Washington finds out and catches them. It's like, and Hamilton, so he suspends Hamilton, sends him home. Yes. And Hamilton is all butthurt about it. He's Obviously. like, this is ridiculous. Why would you send me home? He gets home. Oh, and I, my wife's pregnant. Hmm. See, Washington knew that his wife was pregnant because his wife supposedly, not supposedly, did, wrote Washington letters like, hey, I'm pregnant. Baby. <laughs> Can you send Hamilton home because he's going to die? I want him to be the father to my child. Yes. And then, um, whatever, Hamilton's suspended, so, you know, he's home for the child. Until, oof, is the war starts to pick up. Yep. And our good buddy Lafayette, mm-hmm. good old buddy with Hamilton, and now obviously very close with Washington for for uh, strategic reasons. Yes. Uh, pretty much says, dude, you need to bring Hamilton back. Pretty much. He's like, yeah. what? What? Like, I get it. Like, I get it. But, like, you know. You need. You know we need this like, guy. we need this guy. You know thing. he can absolutely just fuck shit up. <laughs> Pretty much. And so Washington's like, damn, you're right. You're right. Let me write a letter. So so he brings him back and he's like, yo, help us out at Yorktown. And Hamilton's like, oh, 
so there we go. Um, and then, again, another thing that has to be described through song. Washington just talks to Hamilton before the battle. And then they go to Yorktown. Ham- uh, Hamilton and Lafayette are canoodling together. And uh, and Mulligan and everyone's playing their part in this battle. Thing, and yeah. spoiler alert, we win. Okay? We win the war. Congrats. Yes. No, not a surprise here. No. We win the war. Then, after we win the war, King George comes back. Same deal. And is now like, okay, well, like... You won. All right, like, yeah, whatever, you won. But, cool. like, you don't know what you're going to do. Like, you don't know how to run a government. You don't know yeah. how to do any of this. So, again, you'll come back. Yes. Like, <laughs> you'll come back to me because you, like, you got what you wanted, but now you're like, you don't know what the hell to do with this. So, whatever, dude. Like, have fun. Hamilton's son is born. His name is Philip, named after his maternal grandfather. Yes. And um, at the same time, Burr, remember that girl he was just talking to? She's got a kid. Yeah. She's got a kid. <gasps> but she's dead. But she died. But the mom died, not the kid. Not the kid. So the, the kid's alive. In childbirth. Kids, yeah. kid's alive. The British... Uh, British... Officer's w- wife. Officer's wife, who died. had an affair and now had a child with her, is dead. And so they have this cute little ditty about the Hamilton sings to his son, Burr sings to his daughter, yada, yada, yada. Cute. Now, also around this time, after this cute little... Oh, it turns out that... Uh, John Lawrence has also been killed um, down in South Carolina. South Carolina, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he was down there, he was down there trying to free the slaves. He was he was um he was um in South Carolina during like the whole Yorktown scene, uh, leading the first Black Battalion for the revolution, and he was like leading them because one of the main points of all of them they were like, let's free the slaves. Like that's kind yeah. of one thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he was leading them, and then. Once it finally all happened, he was like, dope. They were leaving, and he got shot. Yeah. Basically what happened. Yeah, this literally says, um, Hamilton receives word that his friend Lawrence has been killed in a seemingly pointless battle yeah. after the war. So, Hamilton's response to this, one of his best friends getting shot and murdered, uh, is, I'm just going to throw myself into my job, into work. Pretty much. Into whatever the heck I can yeah. <laughs> get my hands on. Like, I just want to be doing something 24-7. Yes. So he writes pretty much the entirety of the Federalist Papers. Uh, he much. writes 51 papers. Uh, Madison wrote... 27. 20... No. Uh, John, Jay got Rick... John Jay got sick after writing five. five. James Madison wrote... 27? Hamilton wrote the other 51? Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so he writes 51 in the span of six months. He writes 51 of these letters. Yeah. Uh, and now he is also the newly elected, because Washington is president now. You know, they did not have that before the war. Then, yeah. So Washington's like, hey, hey, funny thing, everyone is asking me to be this thing called president. I need people to help me. Would you like to be secretary of the treasury? <laughs> and uh, Hamilton's like, yeah, but... He's yeah, like, pretty that, much. That sounds great. <laughs> um, and so he's like, yo, Eliza, Philip, I gotta go. Because, like, I'm the of the Treasury now. Like, I gotta be, you know, with the freaking president. Pretty much. And Eliza's like, can you just, like, not leave? Like, can <laughs> like, you just, like, just stop, stop leaving, please? <laughs> and he's like, no. No? He's like, I have to. And then Angelica is like, hey, remember me? Um, yeah, I'm now... Getting married to someone who lives in London. Yes. In England. So I have to sail. You know, and this wasn't... 
they didn't have planes back then, right? So like this, they were like, oh, like moving across the sea, maybe never see you again. Ever. Feel free to, uh, you know, say something something. if you want to say something. Nope, you're working. Okay. So (laughs) Eliza's like, please stay and be with your child. Angelica's like, why do I have to leave? I love you so much. And Hamilton's like, guys, I'm working. (laughs) Can you guys please relax? Um, And that's pretty much Act 1. And so we close on Act 1 with Hamilton is now Secretary of the Treasury. And uh, Burr is now a lawyer. Burr is a lawyer. Burr and Hamilton were both lawyers, lawyers. after the war, yeah. except then George Washington, obviously, yeah. again, chooses Hamilton, Hamilton over Burr. Burr. Yeah. And uh, so we end that one with Hamilton is now actually has some real power, and he's still riding the coattails of Washington, who is now the president of the newly formed you know, United States of America, and um, a lot of things going on. And end of Act 1. Yeah. Which seemed like... Oh, that was rough. It's just all over the place. Like, it's crazy reading this and saying, like, how does anyone follow this? But you listen to it, and you're like, and it's like, this is so seamless. Oh, yeah. Like, this is so seamless. This all fits together so perfectly. It's so well done. Like, it, it is crazy. Like, I'm reading yeah. it at this, and I'm like, it goes to these guys, then the girls, and the guys, and the girls. And you're like, why is it jumping all over the place? But like, you're like, oh, oh you listen to it. You're like, oh, this through, is yeah. no issues at all. So let's go to the songs. Let's do it. So we start off with Alexander Hamilton, which is pretty much just the, you know, uh, the exposition setting up yeah. Hamilton's backstory. Because yeah, because the other characters sing the song, but it's not about them. It's all about Hamilton. Yeah. This is pretty much just like a um, the official start of the show is like 1776. <clears throat> and Hamilton's 19 at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is all just like how he became, how he came to the United States, like what his like past brought, like how he got here. Yeah. Um, and all, it's like, he, like Dan said, it's sung by all the people he interacts with within, over the next 40 years of his life. Mm-hmm. Washington, Burr, yeah. all the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just like a expository of... Yeah, they, yeah. They, they they talk about everything from, you know, his childhood up until, like, his being an orphan, and then his mother dying, and then the hurricane that hit their town, and he came over, yeah. and all this stuff. All so so stuff. it's just that. Uh, next song is Aaron Burr, sir, which is the actual first interaction between Aaron and, uh, Hamilton and Burr. Hamilton pretty much uh, sees Burr, like, seeks him out, and is like, hey, man, like, I heard about you. I know that you... Um, like, we are in kind of, like, the same position, and yet you went to school, and you're educated, and you're so successful, and, like, how, did you how do I be like you? Burr's like, stop. And Burr's like, <laughs> yo, man, like, take it easy. Like, like, like whatever, like, the classic, Burr. like, so classic. He's just like, hey, man, like, you know, whatever, keep your head down, do your work, whatever. And Hamilton's like, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> um, so it doesn't last very long, because it then goes into my shot, which is... Well, because at the end, in the middle of uh, Iron Burr, that's when you get introduced to Lafayette, Mulligan, and mm-hmm. Lawrence. Yeah. They come in and they're like, because they all know Burr as well. Like, they're all friends with Burr, too. Yeah. Um, they don't know Hamilton at this point. Mm-mm. Then Hamilton's like, bet. Hamilton slams <laughs> Burr, because Burr's always like, yo, keep your head down, talk less, yeah. smile more. All that stuff. And then Hamilton hits him with like a, if you stand for nothing, what do you, what do you, fall, what for? Do you fall for? And everyone's like, like, whoa, who's this oh? kid? And then he goes off into this giant, just... Four, whatever, four or five, I don't even know how long it is. Just 
rap soliloquy about about what he wants to do and his goals and his aspirations and stuff. It's called My Shot. And everyone's like, oh, dope. Everyone's (laughs) like, I can get behind that, except for Burr. It's like, what the hell? Burr's still like, all right, well, you know, you do that, whatever. I'm going to stick with doing what I've been doing this whole time, and it's been working for me so far. But, uh, spoiler, Burr, whatever. Um, The story of tonight is a short song. It's a good song. Uh, It's just um, the three guys and Hamilton without Burr. Uh, singing about um, just the the revolution and their goals yeah. and, and how they want they're, to basically since like they all like met they're saying like oh we all met for a reason so people are going to talk about why we met and what we're going to do for the country mm-hmm. like that's kind of what it is yeah it's just like oh they'll, like they'll look back on this day and talk about you know this when we day. when we yeah. started the revolution yeah. and whatever then we go to the Skyler sisters which is the exposition of the Skyler sisters like we said introduces the three of them introduces the three of mm-hmm. them and what they're about and kind of their personalities and stuff mm-hmm. like um you can tell right off the bat that angelica is a bitch much more hamilton's caliber than eliza because you're right i mean hamilton guys okay let's yeah let's disclaimer hamilton is a dick huge douchebag like you're gonna go through this i mean he is the protagonist for sure and uh, absolutely uh you're going to tell me Hamilton's not the protagonist of Hamilton. You will get there. You're out of your mind. And Hamilton is the protagonist. Dude, built this country, whatever. We're fine. Um, but he makes a lot of choices that are mean to people that are not him. Yeah. And we've already explained some. Like, he leaves behind his wife and child to go work. Like, and, four times. And he, like, kind of is leading on Angelica this whole time and, like... Um, just stuff like that. But And there's more. There's more in the second act. Don't you worry. But, um... Just disclaimer: Hamilton is not a good dude. He's a good he's dude. Not, but he's not a great. Yeah, he 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 doesn't make he's doesn't make the the nicest choices sometimes. No. Um. So, uh, so that's the Skyler sisters. Just introduce the sisters. Two of them. Peggy is irrelevant, obviously. Um, Farmer refuted is just the rap battle between Seabury and and Hamilton. Yeah. Um, when he just. It just ices this basically man. think of it it's the uh, classic you're standing on a soapbox reading off of a uh, scroll yeah. from England and yeah. Hamilton's like and I'm just gonna off the cuff just no yeah <laughs> just destroy you uh, you'll be back is the first King George song pretty self-explanatory you'll be back um, right hand man is the first is the first hate it's the introduction of George Washington it is we get a taste of like Washington's thoughts about like how the war is going and um, there's a great interaction with Washington, Burt, and Hamilton. Yeah. At the, at the end of the song. Um, where Burr comes into Washington's office and says, like, hey, like, I have a lot of ideas how to help us, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. And then Washington's like, Hamilton, come in here. And he's like, all right, Burr, get out. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, oh. And Burr's just like, oh, well, all right, well, I guess I'll just go fuck myself then. Um, but see, I think it's a good point to talk about like this because – Yes, it seems like Hamilton got everything. Um, and it's weird because Burr, in some instances, was probably smarter than Hamilton. Um, and it's just unfortunate because this is what we were talking about before, like the differences in their personality, how Hamilton's kind of a go-getter, and Burr is not as much. He kind of like sits back and sees what happened. And you can't fault him for that. It's just you know what he does. Yeah. And it worked up until Hamilton came into the picture came along because if Hamilton wasn't there Burr was probably getting that job Mm -hmm. like it's just you can see how just because Hamilton's more I guess hungry you would call it yeah to get it 
that Hamilton does end up getting it. Yeah. And again, there's a song specifically at the end of the show that will address this whole... This whole... Uh, Debauchery. Not de- debacle between... Debacle. <laughs> I mean, debauchery, I guess. <laughs> I mean, they're not the best guys, but... Um, <laughs> So that was right hand man. Uh-huh. Uh, help, uh, winner's ball. That's nothing. Uh, that's helpless, helpless is yeah. Eliza's song about her experience meeting Hamilton and dating him, like we said, and dating him and marrying yeah. him and right. whatever. all that stuff. Satisfied is uh, Angelica's point of view of the introduction and the meeting of Hamilton, which is where she's talking about. Oh, like I took one look at this guy and like we clicked and like, I, but then I looked at my sister and I saw she loved him and like her happiness is more important to me. And so I did yeah. this, but like, I'm not happy about yeah. it. And, um, very deep insight into Angelica Schuyler right off the bat. And it'll be, I mean, she kind of, kind of falls off after this. I mean, this is like the deepest she goes she is. in this whole musical, to be honest Pretty much. You. Yeah. She's not in it much longer. Um, just a couple times periodically. Throughout yeah. The but this was like her the, big. Yeah. Her big, uh, her big number. Um, wait for it. Okay, so, so wait for reprise. it is. You skip reprise. It's nothing. It's literally nothing. What's what of substance is in that? Well, that's where you get told about the um, affair. Which we, which we already said. Which we already told them about. Yes, but they have to okay. know. Okay. All right, yep. Story of tonight, reprise, 40 seconds long, which is literally just Burr saying, hey, I'm having an affair with this one dude's wife. Hamilton's like, wow. All right. Pretty much. And then and then that's where Hamilton's like, oh, like, I wish you're, I, you had your job. And Burr's like, no, you don't. Like, why would you rather be, like, on the Shot front it. lines of the war than, like, being George Washington's, like, dude. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, like, you're being an idiot. All right, so then that goes into Wait For It, uh, which is... Burr's not Burr's big number yet, but um, a big number, which is Burr's reflections on Hamilton is how pretty much it's about how Hamilton is coming in and just rising and getting everything he wanted, and like why, like what is like why can't he do that? Mm-hmm. Like he's like Hamilton, Hamilton comes in. You know he he does he, he he argues with some dude. The next thing you know, he's like George Washington's right hand man. Like yeah, I've like been fighting on the front lines and like yeah. trying to come in and like give suggestions. Hamilton just is good with words and is yeah. and is is temperate and temperamental temper, temperamental. And all of a sudden, he's like the guy, and I'm just still where I was. And yeah. like so, wait for it is like I'm going uh, like wait for it is I will have to just wait. I'll just yeah. have to wait. Like I'll have to keep doing what I'm doing and yeah. just like I said. Keep my head down, do my work, yeah. and just wait and see. Um, and wait, wait for my turn. And it's the sh- and once again coming back to this overarching theme about how they're different. It shows this song really shows who Burr is, mm-hmm. um, and how, like Dan said, like he looks at situations, how he's waiting for it, how it's gonna come. He just is gonna wait for it. Yeah. Um, and it just shows the differences of how Hamilton treats situations versus how Burr situations. Um, so it's a good song to just because it's the first time. You really see Burr like open, like open up, yeah, and like sing about what, who he is, pretty much, yeah, like who, what he came from, how he got to where he was, like who he is, and stuff like that. Yeah, Burr says a line. It's um, he has something to prove. He has nothing to lose. Yeah. So he's like Hamilton's just going for it. He doesn't care because he doesn't care, but like I do, and I, so yeah. I can't be so off the chain. Yeah, I can't much. be so all over the place. I like that's not me. 
All right, next is Stay Alive. Um, the really only substance in Stay Alive is um, it gives like a little insight into what Hamilton's life is now like as Washington's right hand man. He's like writing letters to Congress and like asking for supplies. Yeah. Um, but then it's the whole thing with setting up the duel against General Charles Lee, who's talking shit on Washington, and, and Lawrence. Lawrence says yeah. like, "I'll take over and I'll do the duel for you," which leads into the Ten Dual Commandments. Which is the ten dual commandments. Just how you just follow ten rules about how yeah. duels were done back then. These were the ten rules. Um, meet me inside. Really short song. Washington gets pissed. Yeah, uh, this is where <laughs> Washington suspends suspends Hamilton and says, "Go home." Um, and there's also this really weird. Um, this really and it's never really addressed, but. Uh, Washington keeps talking to Hamilton and keeps calling him son. And Hamilton just gets more and more upset that he keeps calling him son. Which, I mean, I understand. But, like, it's not ever really explained why he yeah. gets so angry about he gets it. It's real angry. I guess he's just... Either like either he's just mad because he's an orphan and he doesn't know his dad. Or he feels like he's being spoken down, down to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, don't talk down to me. But it still doesn't... He gets furious. But he gets, like, so like, mad about furious. it. Like, yeah. So that's interesting. It's never really addressed again. Uh, history has its eyes on you. No, sorry, skipped to the line. So that would be enough. Uh, was as Eliza's song to Hamilton when Hamilton comes home. He's like, "Damn, you fat," and she's like, "I'm pregnant," and she's like, "Why can't we just like hang out and just like be together?" Yeah, like be together. Like we don't worry. Like like don't worry about the war. Don't worry about your job. Don't worry about your futures. Like. I'm pregnant, we're married, we're happy, like, can't you just, like, isn't that, like, good enough for you? You will quickly learn that that is not good enough for Hamilton. Yes. Uh, next is Guns and Ships. Bang. Nice. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's pretty much just uh, Lafayette. It's, like, the, uh, letting us know that Lafayette is just destroying this war. Yeah. <laughs> just coming just in and just absolutely fucking shit up. Yeah. Um, definitely a good song very good um history has its eyes on you that is the song where um when when uh because at the end of guns and ships lafayette's like you know you need to bring hamilton back so washington brings hamilton back and before before the battle of yorktown he brings him in and he pretty much says like um you need to be careful with with what you do here because um you know what you do here is going to be remembered for um Forever. And people are looking at you. Like, if I put, if I give you this, people yeah. are looking at you, so don't fuck up. Yeah. Um, so then next is obviously the Battle of Yorktown, which is just about the Battle of Yorktown yeah. and how we how they won it. Yeah. Um, what comes next? Like we said, that's King George's song saying, like, all right, you won, but, like, now what? Next song is Dear Theodosia, which is the song, uh, which is, like, the duet, not the duet, but, like, Hamilton sings to Philip, his new son, his newborn son. And Burr sings to Theodosia, his newborn daughter. Um, and they're obviously singing at the same time, but in separate places. And mm -hmm. just talking about, you know, the things they will do for their children and stuff like that. Um, Tomorrow There'll Be More of Us is the only song not on the album, unfortunately. Yes. Which is the... Um, Tomorrow There'll Be More of Us is essentially a reprise of this... The third reprise of... The second reprise of Story of the Night. Yeah. The Story of Tonight. But it's... Just John Lawrence singing as a ghost. Because he's, he's dead at dead. this point. This is yeah. the song that plays over Hamilton reading the letter that he has been killed. 
Uh, sorry if you haven't seen it yet, and like we just spoiled it, but like this has been on for four years. So. It's also history, so yeah, yeah, not really, not really an issue. Um, <laughs> and the last song is "Nonstop," which is Act One finale extraordinaire, pretty much. Which is all this, all this shit happens. Hamilton and Burr are lawyers, and they literally battle each other. They work next door to each other. They clash heads all the time. Then Washington comes out, and he's like, "Hey, I want you to be my secretary of the treasury." He's like, "Okay." Eliza's like, "No." Hamilton's like, "Yes." Angelica's like, "No." Hamilton's like, "Yes." And then that's the end of the act. Pretty much. That's it. So, whew, that's Act One. Okay. Christ the King. That is Act One. So Act Two. Are you want to do any tidbits of Act One that we want to kind of highlight? Any bits? Yeah, just like up from Act One, because it's so long. So instead of like doing the show, because people are going to be like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Do you have any? No, I, I mean, kind of. I was just saying, like, for um, just for some of the songs. Um, obviously, if you know anything about this show, it was so revolutionary at the time because of how Lynn. Um, was able to just incorporate rap about history. Mm-hmm. Um, for if you know In the Heights at all, it's very similar. <laughs> in the Heights, uh... we'll get there eventually. Um, <laughs> if you know In the Heights at all, it's a very similar style to this. Um, I just think the source material for this one is why this one kind of took off quicker and in more of a grander way. Um, and rightfully so. I mean, like, if you just listen to some of the songs, because it has a great mix. I mean, yes, it's, some of it's, like, just straight fire rap. Like, some of the r- rhymes he has, the beat patterns he has, it's just ridiculous. Um, but then he also incorporates some interesting ballads, um, some other just, like, contemporary feel musical theater songs. Um, yeah, so he just, like, kind of is able to find a great balance of all uh, all of them. Kind of just goes through the whole the whole show as well but like for example like my shot's just ridiculous because it's literally a four minute song of hamilton just rapping his ass off yeah telling he's like i'm not nothing's gonna stop me i'm here for it um then like yeah just just other songs like guns and chips um it's <laughs> so david diggs who played the original um lafayette, lafayette and later don't Jeff spoil it first in. <laughs> um yes. we'll, we'll, we'll get there um what, can, what is there to say about David Dix in that song? You gotta just listen to it. You just gotta listen to it. It is. Like, you just have to listen to Gun and Shit. It's not the longest song, yeah. but it is one of the most impressive in the entire show. In the entire show. For sure. But yeah, so then uh, nonstop, like Dan said, just extravagant Act 1 finale. Oh, it's just a classic Act just 1 classic finale. Just classic Act 1 finale. <laughs> really is. Um, I mean, Lynn knows his, his musical theater. How to get Not only does he know <laughs> rhyming and rapping and... And how to modulate things and fit things and bend things to make them work. But he also just knows musical theater. So yes, yeah, he really does. It's not. It's not like we had a rapper write a, a musical. It's like we a, had a musical theater, theater guy write a musical, but he knows how to rap. rap as well. So that's um, why this is. For example, so good. Um, Quagmire. Yes, Quagmire. <laughs> he does rhyme the word Quagmire. In this, uh, <laughs> it's which is one of his more impressive. It's more ambitious, but it's somehow quagmire. He rhymes quagmire with flag hire, and I don't know how he does it. <laughs> like, what? I don't know how he does it, but he does it. <laughs> he does it. He pulls He's it just, off. He's just the dude's mind is just different. That's just <laughs> it's just got a different mind. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to you know just mention some of those little little ones I, here. And there. Absolutely. I mean, we're only just begun. Oh God, oh my God. Act one is one thing, but. You think you, to think, um, you think you know, you, you think you know a cast, 
you think you know what's going to happen, and then you just don't. Uh, so Act 2. So some things to note about Act 2. There is no longer Lafayette. Lafayette now becomes Thomas Jefferson. Yes. There is no longer Mulligan. Mulligan now becomes James Madison. Yes. And there is no longer Lawrence. Lawrence. Obviously, because he's dead. He now is Hamilton's son, Philip. Philip Hamilton? Philip Hamilton, yeah. Yeah, okay. Good. I've never heard anyone say his full name. <laughs> but all right, Philip Hamilton. So those, and the actors all switch those roles. Yeah. So it's um, just, you will not be hearing uh, those names, but yes. So anyway, act two. This is why I explain this, because Thomas Jefferson leads off act two. Because this dude has been in France, like this entire time, because he was the U.S. ambassador to France. Yeah. Uh, during the Second Entire War. And so he comes back and he's like, hey, I'm back. Oh, I'm Secretary of State. I don't know what that is, but all right. All right. <laughs> sounds good to me. Oh, who are you? Hamilton? Whatever. Nice to meet you. Like, he's he's <laughs> a big shot. He's obviously very well renowned in the U.S. politic, political realm and, and stuff like that. And him and Washington obviously have a relationship. And But he just comes back and he's like, hey, you know, what's going on, everyone? I'm back. Um, Pretty much. Uh, so now... Uh, Eliza and her family, including Angelica, uh, are are home and they're going upstate for the summer, and to their to their father's <coughs> home to go on vacation, whatever. And they're like, Eliza's like Hamilton, like, you know, come on, come like come take a family vacation with us. And he's like, I I left something out actually. It's not. I don't want to explain it yet. So the thing, scratch all that. <laughs> Jefferson's home. Yeah. Cabinet Battle 1. Mm. I left out. Which, again, we won't get into the, the everything about it now. But it's the first... It shows right off the bat, Jefferson and Hamilton do not m- mesh. At all. They have like, very opposite... Very opposite stances on what they should do. Um, and it appears right off the bat that Washington actually favors Hamilton a little bit more than Jefferson. Which, again, makes people mad. Yeah. Hamilton is just racking up the people that he pisses off. Yep, pretty um, much. But it shows literally, Jefferson walks in, he's like, hey, Hamilton, nice to meet you. They immediately ba- uh, the battle, ha- battle. battle it out. Literally. And he's immediately like, I hate this guy. Like, <laughs> I've been here for five minutes, and I hate <laughs> Hamilton. Anyway, so that's important to know. Then, here we are at home. Uh, Eliza, and now she has like multiple kids, I think in the timeline not in the show um and actually angelica is back from london visiting and they're all like hey let's go upstate to our father's house for a little summer vacay and hamilton's like i can't because i have all this work to do and eliza's like do this and he's like no and even angelica is like hey i came all this way to like hang out with you which is super fucking shady on her part to begin with yes but like even she was like hey why don't you come to Africa and Hamilton was like uh, no <laughs> again I have work to do so they're like alright whatever we're going without you I'm sure it was a little meaner than that but they were they seemed actually whatever in the, in the yeah but so they all go upstate we love this and then next thing you know Hamilton's having an affair with a woman uh, named Maria Reynolds Mariah Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Mariah Reynolds. And, um, yeah. 
uh, Hamilton is at home working, <laughs> and this woman stumbles into his life, and they start doing it. And um, that's what's happening for a long time. Yeah, a couple months. Yeah, while his family is upstate. Also, tip it on that is uh, so and Peggy, Peggy Schuyler. Yes, and Peggy from the first act we had all those people switch roles. Peggy Schuyler, who was useless, now becomes Mariah Reynolds in yes. the second act. So an a, a fun little casting thing, um, which adds to the well, it's, it 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 adds to the the magic of everything because everyone is such opposite roles. Mm-hmm. Like for real, like like. Um, Mulligan and Lafayette were like Hamilton's best friends. Now Madison and Jefferson are his enemies. Literal enemies. Peggy was his sister-in-law. Now she's mistress. The, his mistress. Like, like it's just that's <laughs> Lynn knew what he was doing when he was writing these roles and casting these roles and such. Oh, like for that. sure. Um, so they're having an affair. So now back to business. They like we're like yeah, having an affair, and um, Hamilton actually then gets ended up black being blackmailed. And um, By. Mariah Reynolds' husband finds out that she's sleeping with Hamilton, and her husband says, "Hey, you know what? You can keep you can keep this affair going. All you have to do is pay me, and I'll won't say anything." And Hamilton says, "Okay," because he's not a great guy. Everyone. Yeah, he keeps saying. This. He says, "All right, deal." <laughs> he's like, "I got the money, whatever, man." No one needs to know. Yeah, works fine by me. But now. Put a bow on that. Switching back to business. So now Hamilton, Jefferson, and Madison create... Um, I'm trying to think about how, how, how to go about talking about this. Hamilton invites Jefferson and Madison to a little dinner. Mm. And in this dinner, he wants to pretty much... Um, Hamilton wants to implement his financial plan mm-hmm. uh, and wants to... By any means necessary, but he knows that Madison and Jefferson aren't going to want to do that. And then, but he says, what if, what if we move the nation's capital to D.C. where you guys live? Mm -hmm. I mean, we move it to your hometown. Yeah. So you don't have to come to New York anymore. You can stay at home. We move the capital to you and I just get this. Yeah. And they say, bet. And Burr is real butthurt about this whole thing. He's like, because he's like, how is he doing this? How is he getting everything that he wants? I don't understand how this is happening. Like, Madison and Jefferson hate Hamilton. And yet he's still continuing to just bring them into a room. And he walks out and he's like, I got exactly what I wanted. I win. Literally, Again. Literally doesn't make sense. Again. <clears throat> for the millionth time. Yep. I have yet to lose. Literally have not lost yet. But just you wait. Yet. <clears throat> He's like, I have yet to lose, but whatever. Now, Burr is real butthurt about this. Of course. And so what does he do? He actually... Remember back uh, all that time ago when I said that the Schuyler's sister's father was Philip Schuyler, who was a politician. Yes. So Burr actually decides to... Switch his political party to run against and defeat Philip Schuyler. Um, and so now Hamilton, in kind of a funny way, takes that super personally. Yeah. Like, and is like, hey man, like, I thought we were friends. And Burr's like, now Burr says, like, dude, like, what are you talking about? Like, this isn't personal. Like, I'm not attacking you. Like, I wanted, I wanted the seat. And so, so I like, ran for it and I took it. it. 
<clears throat> Burr obviously is trying to fuck with Hamilton. Yeah. Because he's like, I hate you. <laughs> he's like, you're taking everything away from me. Now I'm going to give you a little slight. Whatever. But but Hamilton takes it super, super personally. Yeah. And so this, that is, because I think, I genuinely think the whole time Hamilton was like, I didn't do it. I've never done anything to Burr. Like, he's like, Washington asked me to yeah. be his right-hand man. And like, I, I, and to be Secretary of the Treasury, yeah. and I proposed my thing to Madison Jefferson, and they went for it. Like, I'm not undermining you. Yeah, no. Like, it's not my fault that I'm successful. Yeah. So he's like, I don't have anything against Burr. Yeah. And then Burr's like, does this. And he's like, okay, what the hell, man? Like, yeah. But it's, see, it's so weird. Like, even, like, when you say that, like, it seems like they were still friends through all of it. It's, like, a weird, like, like they were, like, best frenemies, pretty much. Yeah. Like, they, like, because they were friends mm-hmm. to start, and, like, up until, like, Hamilton started taking stuff from Burr, they were still friends, and even during. Yeah, it's like, funny, because like, in nonstop, Hamilton even comes to Burr, and, and he says, like, Burr, like, you're you're a better lawyer than I am, I want your help. I need, I need your help. To, to make, to, like, to, to help fix this constitution. Like, he's, like, he's obviously, he's... Like respects him. Yeah, like he respects him, and like he's like, "Hey, I, I'm coming to you because I know you're really good, and I want your help." Yeah. And Burr says, "No." Like, Burr's like, "No, screw you." <laughs> and so Hamilton's still just like, "Okay, well, whatever." But I'm like, I myself. still respect you. Oh, but yeah. like, we're friends. But then Burr does this, and Hamilton's like, "Wow, are we actually not friends?" Because like, that's real fucked up of you, honestly. <laughs> anyway, so now uh, Burr is now a senator because he uh, overtook Hamilton's father-in-law. So, another cabinet meeting with Jefferson and Hamilton arguing over um, whether the, the United, States sh- United States should assist France um, in going to war with Britain. And so, um, Jefferson says, yes, they helped us during our war with Britain. We need to help them during theirs. And Hamilton says, no. We cannot go back to war. We literally just got back from war, and we kind of got our asses kicked for a good part. Yeah, like we are, like, we are not ready. We can't to go this. back to war. And Washington sides with Hamilton. He says, "You're right." He says, "You're right." We have to remain neutral. We're we're way too fragile to go back to war. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, they have the Jefferson and Hamilton have a little aside, and mm-hmm. Jefferson's like, "How dare you, like." Lafayette is your friend. He's your boy. He like helped Lafay- you Lafayette's so your boy. He helped us out. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're just going to turn your back on him like that? And Hamilton's like, well, don't talk to me about Lafayette because he's my friend. Okay? Yeah. Like, he was, <laughs> I knew him before you knew him. Yeah. So, like, and I know he'll be fine. Yeah. But, like, you need to just, like, actually look at things the way they are as opposed to just freaking loving France so much. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, and then at the end of it, um, at the end of their little argument, uh, Jefferson digs into Hamilton by saying, "Like, you're worthless without Washington. Like, no, nope. like, like, Washington is the only person who likes you and mm. respects you and listens to you. So, like, the minute this man is gone, you're dead. Like, your political you're career done. is essentially over. Yeah, because you have you're nothing without Washington. Pretty much. Which is funny because then." Um, well, actually, something else before that. So then after that, now Hamilton gets all, all the hell of Hamilton's enemies come together. So Madison, we haven't really mentioned Madison yet, but he's pretty much Jefferson's, like, right-hand man. Like, they're good friends. That's this like, whole thing. So um, yeah. that he, Madison doesn't like Hamilton because uh, Jefferson doesn't like him, and Madison is, like, a yes man for Jefferson and, <laughs> and all this stuff. So, uh, But Jefferson and Madison and Burr all get together and say, like, 
Like, how do we get rid of this guy? Like, how... Like, somebody has to stand up to him. Somebody has to stop him. We need to get rid of him just because he is just destroying all of our hopes and dreams. And so they pretty much just say, like, all right, we'll look for ways. <coughs> we'll all band together and look for ways to... Spoil. To, 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 to ruin this dude's life, pretty much. Pretty much. So then, right after this, Washington's like... Hamilton, come in here. Hamilton's like, what's up? Washington's like, guess what? I'm uh, uh I'm a head out. Ugh, Kyle, you fucking ruined it. I wasn't getting to that point yet. Washington said, hey, Jefferson just quit. And Hamilton's like, no fucking way Jefferson just quit. <laughs> what a dick. I'm about to ruin this man's whole life. Like, I can't believe he would do that to you. And he's like, he quit so that he could run for president. And Hamilton's like, well, what a freaking idiot. Like, He's not going to beat you. Like, dude, you're you're a god to these people. Like, There's no way. You are not going to lose, lose. To, to Jefferson. No. And he's like, well, I'm not running. And Hamilton was like, why not? <laughs> he's like, what are you doing? So, I mean, George Washington, all-time move right here. Oh, for sure. Just all-time move. <laughs> Like, this dude could have just been the dictator of America forever. Until he died. Until he died. Yeah, and he was like, eight years, that's enough. And so, he pretty much just says, yeah, like, I want to just retire. Like, he's like, I'm <laughs> sick of this game been that we've been playing. Like 50 years. Yeah, he's like, I'm sick of this. <laughs> like, I just, I want to retire and just live the rest of my life, you know, not being so stressed and so, like worked up all the time and all this yeah. stuff and so he's like can you help me write my farewell address which hamilton does obviously because he's you know been like writing stuff for him for like years now um and so everyone's like "Woo, george washington you are a gentleman and a scholar you are a legend and hamilton's like fuck <laughs> hamilton's like i'm so effed so then uh next king george um, for his final, <laughs> his final little rendition, um, King George finds out that Washington has stepped down, which is weird because obviously that's they not what they do in England, do <laughs> and um, he will be replaced uh by John Adams, and so um, he's pretty much just like King George is like, huh, I know Adams, the dude's freaking lame. <laughs> he's like, you guys are effed, um, <laughs> and immediately after that. Adams fires Hamilton because um, Hamilton pretty much just flames him up in public. And so Adams is like, get out of here. <laughs> and so now, um, in the face of accusations of speculation of government funds. So now, Jefferson and Madison and Burr, remember they had their little weird trio of stuff. They, they discover these little, they see these um, these transactions that are happening with, the, with their government funds. And they think... Hamilton is stealing. Like, they think Hamilton is stealing money from their treasury. Yeah. They think Hamilton's just using this money for his own stuff or, yeah. or swindling in some way or whatever. So they're like, ooh, like, we got him. Like, oh, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> so they, they go to Hamilton, and they're like, hey, man, like, we know you've been stealing money. And he's like, what are you talking about? And they're like, we know you've been stealing money, like, right here. Like, like, we have all of the, we all have all your check stubs and all of the records, and we know that you're embezzling money. And Hamilton's like, all right, I'm going to be real with you. 
I'm going to tell you <laughs> that I, I'm going to, I'm going to explain to you where this money is going. As long as you promise not to say, like, I, I I'm going to prove to you that uh, like, this is yeah. my money and this is legit. And like 100%, as long as you just shut your mouth about it. Pretty much. And they're like, um, okay. And Albertson's like, all right, I'm going to be real with you. I was, uh, I've been fucking this girl. <laughs> and he shows him the letter that, um, her husband sent where he was like, Hey, like, I know what you're doing. Yeah. He's like, I know what you're doing. As long as you keep paying me, like you can keep doing it. And he like shows him and he's like, everyone's like, Oh my God. He's like, I know, I know, but, but, <laughs> but I'm not stealing money. So lay off my case. So Again, like, Hamilton's not a great guy. No. So they're like, oh, okay. So they're like, oh, I mean, yeah, but that was way worse than we had ever anticipated. <laughs> so like, true, you're not stealing money, but you're a giant scumbag. And <laughs> um, Hamilton's like, yeah, but but we made an agreement that if I wasn't stealing money from us, then you would shut your mouth. Yeah, and then one of the last things he he was like, burr. Except, Burr. except Burr is like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, Burr, Burr, listen, listen, we just listen, listen. You're not, li- don't, don't. And Burr's like, hey man, like I can't control what people find out. Hamilton's <laughs> like, oh, I'm so effed. <laughs> he's like, Burr is going to ruin me. I'm so done for. So what Hamilton does is he's like, I'm spiraling because this is what Hamilton thinks is the right thing to do. Hamilton says, I'm going to get ahead of this. Yeah. He's like, I know. Madison or Jefferson or Burr or all of them are going to expose me. So what I'm going to do is I am going to expose myself in order to get ahead of it and maybe save some face by owning up to it and saying, you know, this I want to let everyone know this is what's happening. Huge scumbag move. Giant scumbag move. Because the only person that it hurts is his wife. I mean, in the end. But then also in the... (laughs) <laughs> in the whole grand scheme of thing, they're all like, he just published this. Oh, yeah. They're like, he's never going to be a he president. He can't be a president now. He's never going to, so like, good yeah. On that front. Yeah. They're like, he'll, I mean, yeah, he'll, he'll obviously never. I mean, he'll, he'll still have his stature because he proved he didn't do anything right. against the government. Yeah. That's what he said. Um, he said, I have reason for shame, but I have not committed treason and sullied my good name. Yeah. So he's like, like yeah, like, I'm a morally bad guy, but right. I'm not going to go down as someone who was stealing from the yeah. government or anything like, like that. Okay. So that's the trade he made. Yeah. The trade, I mean, obviously it affects Hamilton, but not as much as just destroying his family's life. Pretty much. I mean, all of them. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he, like, all destroys them. his entire family. Like, everyone, like, everyone knows about it. Like, everyone. Like, he published it. He, like, put it in the paper or, like, put up the, I mean, the pamphlet, the Reynolds pamphlet. He put out, like, his it. own, like. Yeah, he put it out so, like, everyone read it. Like, this is what I did. Which is just, like, oh, my gosh. Like, keep it down, kid. Like. <sighs> so, pretty much, Eliza is obviously oh, just destroyed and is, like, get out. It's, like, You're whatever. We're like, done. we're done. Yeah. <sighs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is such a rough musical. Hi. So, next. So, this is a very deep time whatever Eliza's very heartbroken yes mm-hmm. sullen and and, 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 and upset well now let's get a little up let's get a little happier we got Philip remember old Philip Philip was uh you know little oh, kid little kid back in act one but now he's grown now he's you know 19 years old he's graduated college he's got a spring in his step he's it's like, like his pops. he's like I'm just like my dad I got all the brains I got all the looks <laughs> yeah, all this stuff him. um and he's a little bit cocky he's a little bit of a cocky kid so yeah. uh, he's like hey Heard someone was running his mouth about my dad 
last week. Um, so, so he goes to him and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna. Can we duel?" And the dude's like, "Yeah." He's like, <laughs> like "Damn." He's like, oh. They called me out on that. So he's like, "Yeah." So, so Philip goes to Hamilton, and he's like, "Um, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> help hey, please help me." So Hamilton's like, "Hey, like, relax, relax. What you're gonna do is when you're dueling, instead of shooting at the guy, you're gonna just shoot your gun in the air. Done. And he'll do the same thing." You know, and that'll be that. Maybe done with it. Because back then, to you don't really back out of a duel because you, that's like the old. Yeah. It's like the ultimate like. Mm-hmm. That is the ultimate like you are the lamest person on the face of the earth. Yeah. So you, like, see like, just a little bit of history yeah. like with the ten duel commandments. That's what it is because they set those commit like the rules ahead. So like when you get to the duel, like once you're in the duel, you have to pretty much show up to the duel. Yeah. But if you can come to some kind of agreement before you actually duel, yeah, there's like all steps for it and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, you can't. Literally, you would, you would wreck your name if you just didn't. If you just didn't show up, show up to yeah, the duel, yeah, like you just ruin your reputation. Right, you cannot accept a duel. Yeah, but if someone challenges you and you say yes, you, you can have to show not up. show up. Yeah. So, and that's the thing. So, even if they're like, "No, this duel needs to happen," yada yada yada, and you go through with it, you can still not freaking shoot the guy. Shoot like you can air. still just you have to shoot a gun. You say, "Hey, we both turn around, we shoot the gun in the air, and then that's that. Whatever." All right, bet. So Hamilton's like, that's what you're going to do. You're going to go. You're going to shoot your gun in the air. He'll do the same thing. And that'll be that. I'm like, mm-hmm. don't worry about it. Except no. Because this dude just absolutely mur- murders. Murders him. Philip. <laughs> the guy that Philip duels is like, all right, man. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah bang. You're dead. Like, yeah. And he's just dead. I know another super dick move on this guy's part. Because you're supposed to take 10 steps. Yes, you're supposed to... Shoot on ten. Okay, one, two, three, four, five. And like you're walking away, walking away, spin, shoot. Yeah. And this dude shoots on seven. Yeah. <laughs> like well Like that is an act like he actually murdered someone. Like d- like dueling back then, like if you died in a duel, you you're did, like that uh, dude wasn't a murderer. He was a No, no, was, like it just no one was like, Oh, he murdered that guy in a duel, it was a duel. He's like that's all I did. Yeah. That's murder. He just straight I mean, shot. Murdering him. someone while the dude was not ready for the duel is murder. That's <laughs> just whatever. Um so Philip dies. Yep. Um, in Eliza's arms. Yep. Who was already going through a really good time in her life. Yep. When her husband cheated on her and then publicly told everyone about it. Um, also, we didn't mention this. Angelica actually came back From after yeah. uh, Hamilton told everyone about it. And Hamilton was like, thank God you're here. Like, someone finally understands me. And she's like, yeah, right. You think I'm here for you. You're Douche. a dick. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm here for my sister. Like I said from the very beginning, like right. she is the most important thing to me, whatever. So he doesn't even have Angelica anymore. Doesn't have Angelica. Doesn't have Eliza. His son is now dead. So now, <laughs> Hamilton's in a really good time. Not going to say <laughs> that it's karma, but, but it's he made some questionable calls earlier in his life, and uh, who knows. Um, so now, um, what happens is... Um, so he's like essentially not much to say about here without talking about the song but essentially Alexander time, a lot of time passes um, in this time and eventually it ends up with Alexander and Eliza actually reconcile yeah. after this whole tragedy they kind of find um, like, they find well, solace in the tragedy they're like and, well um, yeah you're still a douchebag but like we just lost our kid yeah and he's like please like I'm losing my shit yeah can, you, can we just try this and she's like Honestly, you're right. Yeah. I'm kind of losing my mind, too. Yeah. So, they get back together. And then it's... Uh, so, now... So, where are they now? So, they're back together. 
Their son is dead. Yeah. Hamilton still obviously doesn't have any sort of political position mm-hmm. from the from the rounds preference. But what like we said, what he does have is his good standing politically. Politically, because he's mean, still a good yeah. politician. Yeah. Right. So what happens is that's going to become very important yes. because it's now eighteen hundred, which is an election year. Yes. And it is Jefferson versus Burr. Love it. And so what happens is. Um, they campaign, they campaign, they campaign. Um, I mean, Burr is Burr's just a senator. I mean, Jefferson was the vice president. Yeah. And Burr's just a senator. And so, like, they're campaigning, they're campaigning. They have the election. And it's a tie. Yeah. And so, what happens is that everyone goes to Hamilton and says... Like, who the hell? They're like, <laughs> they're like, who do you support? Like, because you're Alexander Hamilton. Like, yeah. like we said, you still have good... Yeah, his, status his, in the political his basically would be a swing vote, but not just his. Like, because whoever, like what he said, yeah, everyone is going would, like, to is going to affect yeah. whoever I'm voting for. So, oh my god, this is so good. This is so good. This story is unbelievable. <laughs> so everyone comes to Hamilton and they're like, "Dude, like you're you're whoever you say is essentially is going to win because yeah. everyone's going to vote for you, with you." Yeah, and Burr is like. Oh, hells yeah, dude. <laughs> Hamilton hates Jefferson. They he, Like, that is the one man that he cannot say in this whole world is Thomas Jefferson. Like, yes. Like, finally. Like we finally We have- finally got it. And Hamilton's like, yeah, Jefferson's a dick. That's for sure. And I hate him. But he at least stands for something. And like actually does things. So I'm going to vote for Jefferson over Burr. And Burr's just like, that's it. <laughs> that is it. He's like, you have to be joking right now. <laughs> the one man, <laughs> your sworn mortal enemy, you just voted for him over me. I have done nothing to you. The only thing I did to you is take your dad off, your million-year-old dad off yeah, of freaking the Senate. Anyway. Like, <laughs> like, that, and that's the only thing I ever do to you. And yet you vote for him over me? So you see where this is going. We see. That is just unbelievable that he does that. It's that's so huge dick funny. Move. It's so funny. But it's so Hamilton. Hamilton is, you know, I mean, Hamilton's line in, 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 the, in the song was, Jefferson has beliefs, Burr has none. Yeah. So he's like, even though I hate Jefferson, he Jefferson stands for, stands for something. He is passionate. Like, he, he wants to do it, yeah. things. Burr is just someone who's just flying by the, like, flying by the seat of his pants, waiting, yeah. waiting for stuff to happen to him. Like, so yeah. even though I hate Jefferson more than life itself... I'm going to vote for him. And it's just like, wow. 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 That did something. So, what happens? <laughs> I think we all know where this goes from here. So, yeah. what happens is, and this is this is a great song, and I can't wait to talk about it, is Burr challenges Hamilton to a duel. Mm-hmm. And he says, and Hamilton says, Burr says, apologize. Burr says, I want you to say that what you did was a dick move because it was it like you really hate was. Jefferson. I've done like maybe one questionable thing to you forever, and we've we've known each other for like thirty. Uh, this was eighteen hundred, and that was now? that was seventeen seventy. Yeah, so like thirty years. Like yeah. we, I've known you for thirty years. I've done like one questionable thing to you. Like we've been buds, whatever. And he, you, he's your enemy, and you've ever him ever me. Like I want you to say that, like you, that that's a dick move. Like I want you to say it. And Hamilton's like, I'm not gonna apologize because for doing what's right. It's <laughs> like, oh my god, duel me. <laughs> duel me. He's like, fucking put up or shut up, kid. And Hamilton's like, bet. He's like, okay. Let's he's do like, it. He's like, let's do it, man. I'm like, fine. 
So. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I need to re-listen to Hamilton. <laughs> this is so. unbelievable. Um, and so, yes. So he's like, all right, let's duel. Morning of the duel. Oh my god. Hamil- this is this was the moment where you're just like, "Oh my god, Hamilton." <laughs> yeah, you're like, "You deserve what's coming to you, man." So, they wake up, it's like crack of dawn cuz duels are always like at dawn. Dawn. Yeah. Um so it's like middle of the night, Hamilton wakes up. Um and he writes a letter uh for Eliza mm-hmm. because he's like, "I'm probably I might die, whatever." Yeah. Eliza's like, "Where are you going?" He's like, oh, I'll be right back. I have an early meeting. <laughs> he's like, I got a meeting early in the morning. Like, I'll be right back. She's like, oh, like whatever. And he's like, no, like I'll see you soon. What an absolute dick. <laughs> Dude, such a dick. Um, <laughs> and so he's like, no, like go back to sleep. Like I'll be right back. Just have a meeting. So they go to a freaking duel with guns and like violence and death. <laughs> yeah. And so they go out there. And. Um, this is this is kind of a hard like this is one you need to listen and listen see. and almost see almost see. it's a bit because there's a big difference a between just listening and seeing it yeah. but essentially what happens is Hamilton fires his gun in the air like he told Philip to do and Burr shoots Hamilton mm-hmm. and um, and that's that and that's <laughs> nah, that, it. that kills Hamilton. And so, um, I mean, this is really, like, the last five minutes of the musical. Pretty so, um, it closes with Burr pretty much saying, like, like, so like, that was messed up of me. Like, now I'm, now I'm the villain. Like, I will always go down as the man who shot Hamilton, even though, like, there was so much more to it than that. that. Like, yeah. and there are so many cool, like... Like, like, um, there's so many, like, cool parts to that, that scene. Like, like, Burr talks about when they're, they're so they do a, re- a reprise of the Ten Dual Commandments with Burr talking about just, like, the situation. And, um, he says, like, oh, Hamilton, Hamilton put his glasses on. He's and he's like, Hamilton put it, why would be Hamilton be wearing his glasses the- if he wasn't trying, like, he Hamilton never wears his glasses, right? Never. Why would Hamilton be wearing his glasses if he wasn't trying to, like, aim and kill me? Yeah. What actually was happening was the opposite. Hamilton put on his glasses so he made sure that he, he didn't shoot didn't Burr. didn't shoot him. <laughs> and yet, Burr shot him anyway, and he was like, oh my god, like, I look like such a dick. And yeah. he's like, I, like, it's not... Now I know you're going to try and argue that Burr was the protagonist of this whole thing, but we'll get there. But it's hard to say because he didn't murder a man. But <laughs> one thing Hamilton did not do one, one thing Hamilton did not do was kill somebody. I mean, in war, probably, but that's different. Um, but so the last five minutes of the musical is Burr's like, you know, that ruined my life and. You know, I lived a I lived a life that was cursed from there on because everyone knew me as the man who killed Hamilton, even though I did all these things. And um, you know, forever my name has been Aaron Burr. Oh, yeah, that's the guy who killed Hamilton, as opposed to all the things that I did. And then we end with um, a closing song about just a reflection on all of Hamilton's like legacies and stuff, uh, told by Eliza. Who was who lived to be like a hundred, and she was pretty much the one who got this out. 
Yes. Because he died, he, like, every other of them, there's one line, every other founding father gets score old. Yeah. Um, except him. Yeah, I mean, he was, like, 50. Which is... Which is, which is, which is like, pretty, pretty but like... Old. I mean, like, Jeff, like, Washington was already dead, like, something like that. Like, still, like, they were all still alive, and, like, so she was like, I have to come back and, like, tell his story, because no one else will. Yeah. And then Eliza lives to be 100 years old, which is, like, super freaking old that's for that not, time. That shouldn't happen. Which is, like, ridiculous. Um... And then, it's yeah, it's just the last song on Eliza singing about Hamilton and his legacies and what all the things he had done and left the world and um and that is the end of Hamilton. That was the end of Hamilton. My God, my brain. Act two songs. God, my brain. Do we go back to Act two songs. We go all the way back to like twenty minutes ago when I started Act two. <laughs> what did I miss? So good. So we go back, remember Thomas Jefferson just comes home from America, and it's funny because he's like, what did I miss? And it's like funny because like you missed the entire war. It's like funny. Uh, and the whole song is just about like, like what did I miss? But he's also like, oh, like he comes home and he sees all the changes, and he's like, oh, I'm Secretary of State now, awesome. And I meet Hamilton, and I see Washington, and all this stuff. Cabinet Battle But I'll on... also tidbit about uh, what did I miss? Please. This change of stylized music in that. How it's changed style. Yeah, so it's so I guess Jefferson's style of music is more. It's, it almost feels more like ragtime, like jazzy ragtime. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, feel. yeah. Which um, is weird because no other song is like that. Yeah, because like so, think about it. We're like we're in this new modern era of rap, and then Lynn's like, he missed everything. <laughs> so I'm gonna hear that. You're not gonna hear that anywhere else. So he kind of like run, he gave the style because like he missed he missed everything and he also missed the evolution of music into rap. It was a very cool play of how um, yeah like he missed that like it going to rap. Yeah. So he was like, I'm still stuck in the fucking sixties. Yeah. So he's still in that, <laughs> he's still in that yeah like that swing yeah. era whatever. So he comes back and that's the only song that that goes that like goes that, that, that way, in yeah. the entire show. Uh, but it is it's a classic act act two opener yeah, it's cool. for sure. Uh, it's funny. It's it's that different style it's poppy it's got a lot of visual yeah. stuff um cabinet battle one is the uh uh the battle between jefferson and hamilton over the over financial stuff over what hamilton wants to do with their money and and stuff like that uh, so uh, for both of these it's kind of very classic it's also very well arranged because it's like this typical like rap battle yeah like that's literally what it is yeah like head to head spitting to each other yeah like everyone's sitting around in chairs and hamilton and lafayette each have a microphone and they stand up in the middle and like and point just, at the other person and stuff yeah, yeah like it's a rap battle um next is take a break which is the song of um eliza and angelica trying to get hamilton to come visit uh go on vacation with them and hamilton's like i can't like i have all this work like i'll lose my job if i don't do this work all this stuff classic hamilton yes. classic hamilton stuff um it's also the first time we meet like younger Philip. Yeah, is the, introduction, is the yeah, first time because last time we saw Philip, he was just born in Deodosia, but now he is like a young yeah. toddler or not like a younger, like ten maybe. And yeah, whatever. something like that. Um, say no to this is the next song, which is the song of the affair, um, and how Hamilton is like this woman showed up and like she kissed me and like I should have been like no but like i didn't and then like i did it again and again and again and again and i'm never gonna stop doing it ever 
And then her husband found out, but I was like, I don't care. Here's your money. And again and again and again and again. So that's that song. Yeah, great song. Great song. For for, sure. For considering what it's about. (laughs) Next song is The Room Where It Happens. Oh, my gosh. Good God almighty. Um, And that's the song about Burr. So Hamilton, Jefferson, and Madison had that that meeting that we talked about where – Hamilton says, I get to do what I want with the, with the finances, and we get to put the capital in Washington, D.C. Um, that, whole, that whole meeting is told from Burr, um, because Burr was, again, on the outside looking in. Yeah. He was like, they're in, this high, they're in this super secret meeting, and I'm sitting out here, and they come out, and Hamilton wins, and I don't know what happened, and I don't know how, what is going on. Um, so Burr says the room where it happens, like he wants to be one of those guys that is important, that gets to be in those meetings, that makes those decisions, yep. stuff like that. So For that's sure. his his little anthem about like that's what he wants. Like he wants That's the first time that Burr actually tells us what he wants. Yeah. Because again, wait for it. He's like, I'm gonna sit and wait to see what happens to me, and I'm gonna yeah. get what comes to me, and I'm gonna uh, talk less and smile more. And now he's like, No, like this is what I want. Like finally, like you want me to say it? Like this God. is what I want. <laughs> so that's kind of a cool little um, cool little thing that he does there. Uh, Skyler defeated is not really anything. Um, just it's literally like 15 something. seconds yeah. long. It's just talking about how Burr, out of anger, uh, switched parties and, and beat Hamilton's father-in-law for a Senate seat. Yep. Uh, next one is Cabinet Battle number two, which we said was um, the Hamilton and Jefferson debate about what to do with the French uh, and whether they should support them in their war with Britain or not. Like we said... Um, Jefferson says we should Hamilton says no we shouldn't Washington says Hamilton you are right we are not going to next is Washington on your side which is when Jefferson, Madison and Burr have their little scheme meeting about trying to get rid of uh, Hamilton and digging up dirt on him those runs in that song yeah that's another good rap song it's really another good David Diggs rap song Uh, one last time Oof. Is uh, essentially Washington's farewell address. Pretty much, yeah. So it's he invites Hamilton in. He says, "I'm not running for president," and then he explains why. And he's like, "Help me write this." And they actually use lines from uh, the farewell address actual, in that song, which yeah. is pretty cool. Which is a a pretty cool thing for them to do. Next is "I Know Him," which is the third of the trio of uh, King George songs. Which is like, oh, I know John Adams. Um, yeah, that dude sucks. Dude's buns. So <laughs> you guys are effed. Uh, again. Uh, next one is Adam's administration, which is just talking about... John Adams sucks. John Adams gets elected and then fires Hamilton. And now... Um, and uh, at the end of that song is when Madison and Jefferson and Burr are like, even though Hamilton got fired, he's still a threat. <clears throat> we finally yeah. dug up this stuff on him. We need to like get him out of here for mm-hmm. good. So that's when they go to We Know, mm. which is a really, really good song. Oh, yeah. The 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 words and the rhymes and the like that song is unreal for being it's not a major song. It's not that long. No. It's like maybe two minutes. Um but it's about when Jefferson, Madison, and Burr confront Hamilton about the affair or about the money, and that's when Hamilton's like, I did see, I didn't I was not stealing. I was not committing treason. I was having an affair. Are you happy? And they're like, dude, my God. It's like, there are more things than freaking, like, having not yeah. being treasonous. Like, yeah. being a good guy is good, too. <clears throat> like, whatever, dude. Uh, next is Hurricane, 
And I'm just going to go ahead and say it's probably my least favorite song in the entire show. Honestly. Um, It's just, it's Hamilton's song about introspective, about like, I've worked all this time to to get where I am and like I don't want my name to be sullied by other people so I'm mm-hmm. just going to go ahead and write Do the Reynolds myself. pamphlet and try and get ahead of it and save some sort of face next song is the Reynolds pamphlet which, which is, is it gets out yeah. and everyone's like talking about like oh like the, oh my god like I can't believe this dude just ruined his whole life like he'll never be president he's never going to hold more office um, and that's pretty much it it's just like an insane chaotic yep heavy bass weird song yep uh then it's burn uh which is eliza's song singing about hamilton and just how he destroyed their relationship and her life and she's like get out and done we're done this is it um next song is blow us all away which is philip's brief lifespan of the one song he gets uh which is ironic blow us all away haha um yikes too real which is just his story about um, uh, confronting the man about the duel, getting challenged, going to Hamilton, getting advice, whatever, and then it ends with the duel, which is goes directly into Stay Alive Reprise, which is where they're in the hospital, and it's the doctor, Philip Hamilton, and then Eliza comes in. Um, and, um, you know, that's a heartbreaking song but oh, it's so brutal philip dies yeah uh, <clears throat> next is it's quiet uptown there's a song um oh, it's so just a song about the aftermath of the death of philip and uh what alexander i mean because like like we said like the time from when philip dies until the election of 1800 is like a long it's like years um it's not all one after another so like um philip dies and then hamilton for years is like devastated he like he um, is a lot more introspective. He's a lot quieter. He yeah. takes time to himself. He just like takes. They say like he just takes walks around the city, like stuff like that. And then he eventually, obviously, they uh, reckon he reconciles his relationship with Eliza. Uh, the next one song is the election of eighteen hundred, which again is just telling what's going on with that whole. It's tied and well, it's kind of cool because it goes to like the campaigns of Burr and. Jefferson and it has like Burr like going out campaigning for himself and then like people what people have to say about each of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and ironically enough, it looked like Burr like the way it was painted, it looked like Burr was gonna win. Yeah, um, it, like because <laughs> I mean yes, it ended on a tie, but it seemed like everyone else liked Burr more. Yeah. Um. So if, like as soon as they got the word from Hamilton, they were like, All right, cool. Yeah, they're like Burr's. I mean, like we know we know Jefferson. You know, yeah, he's the vice president, whatever. But they're like this Burr guy is. He's like young, and he's like he seems really approachable. Like he seems like a down to earth guy. Cool, like like yeah. yeah, so like awesome, which then obviously leads to him losing <laughs> yeah. for like the millionth time. Um, which is the election. Then the next song is "Your Obedient Servant," so good. Which is <laughs> the exchange between and through through letter, um, yeah. an exchange of letters, multiple, of between Hamilton and Burr, where Burr's like. Uh, dude, you like this is it? Like this you are really me. being a dick. And mm-hmm. Hamilton's like, dude, like I'm I'm sorry. And and it's funny because Hamilton literally pulls out. He, he Hamilton has a list. It's so fun. That's like... he has an actual list of everything that him and Burr had disagreed on since they had met, and he sends it to Burr, and he's like, like, yeah, 
He's like, here's an itemized list of 30 years of disagreements. Bear's like, oh. And Bear's like, are God. you freaking kidding me, dude? <laughs> He's like, I can't even, I can't even accuse you without you up, like, like up one just, upping yeah, you on like, this whole thing. And Hamilton's like, um. He's like, I'm not shy. Like, I I always like, wear my heart on my sleeve and I tell you what I'm thinking and stuff like this. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to apologize for yeah. doing what I'm doing. Like, I, I'm sorry if you hate that. And so Burr says, all right, well, then square up. Let's duel. And Hamilton says, okay. Yeah. Also, another song where you, they took actual, like, back and forth yes. letters. Like, they took real. Or yeah. Lynn took actual letters that they went, sent back and forth to each other. Words. Yeah. Uh, next song is Best of Wives and Best of Women, which is just like another minute-long song, which is Hamilton writing a letter another letter to that's Eliza while in the middle true. of the night when he's leaving. Yeah, that's for, for sure real. Yeah. Um, and she's like, where are you going? He's like, I'll be right back. Got to get a meeting. She's like, okay. And he's like, woof. Um, <laughs> except he didn't. R.I.P. Um, next song is World Was Wide Enough, which is Burr's song directly after the duel. And he pretty much says, the world was wide enough for both of us. Well, no, it's it's both. It's like the ten, like reprise of the Tendal Commandments into the duel. And then it's the Hamilton break where he reflects. And then it's after. True. It's, it's like all that. Because I felt like they should be broken up, kind of. But yeah, like, I feel like they should have been, too. But well, it's like a... What, it's pretty tension's high and got to yeah. pack it all. Yeah, Can't no, separate no. it, whatever. Yeah, so it's the duel. Leading up to the duel, the duel. And then afterwards... Um, and and the world was wide enough is a lyric from the song that, yeah. where Burr says uh, the world was wide enough for both Hamilton and me pretty much saying like I could have just let it go like I I, I could have just let it go yeah <laughs> like, pretty much like Hamilton was not ruining my life like there's bigger things than that and then it ends with who lives who dies who tells your story which is a callback of a lyric from history has its eyes on you um but it's yeah it's Eliza like we said, talking about all the things that Hamilton did, and oh man, it's a tearjerker, and Oof. all the um, all the things that he left behind, and like he should have had, like he should have, he could have done so many more things. Like he was, I mean, he was, I mean, she lived for another fifty years. Like if he had lived for another fifty years, Imagine like what else God he knows done. what else he would have done. This dude like founded the New York Post and like created the Coast Guard and like <laughs> was, I mean. Probably should have been a president, if not yeah. for you know, the Reynolds pamphlet and such. Um, yeah. And th- so, if that was only half of his life, good God, you know, whatever. So she just talks about you know trying to keep him up, trying to keep his legacy alive, and and um, you know missing him, and and uh, talking about all the things that he'd done, and and um, that is Hamilton. That is it. That is Hamilton. Time. What time are we looking at? One thirty. No, no way. An hour and 30 minutes. An hour and a half? Yeah. Oh my gosh, we should have split it up into two episodes, you clown. Here we are. Luckily, people, people have got, we've got time nowadays. Look, it's just... People have got time, people have got time uh, to listen, to All listen right. to this, so. So. Um, yeah, so, uh, cool. That's Hamilton. Yeah. And uh, I guess we. Well, we gotta get back to the. Protagonist antagonist thing. Let's just try and make it two hours, I guess. Let's, Let's just try do, to it. do it. Alright. So you think Burr is the protagonist? Yeah. That has to be what your what your thing is. Yes. I'm gonna start off by saying Burr is a protagonist in Hamilton, not in history. 
I am going to say that Burr was intentionally portrayed as being not as bad of a guy in Hamilton. That's obviously the case. Yeah. I mean, Lynn was obviously aiming to say this like to, to help yeah, reprimand or to help um, repair Burr's yeah. legacy, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that would necessarily say that he's the protagonist. I think he is. Because out of all everything... Murdered Hamilton. Okay, great. Fantastic. What is this whole music? <laughs> okay, what, is, what does that matter? Because Oh, what does killing a guy matter? I, it's legal, isn't it? So why does that matter? Is it legal to kill a guy today? Back then it is. So it doesn't matter. Take that out of the equation. Yeah, but not... Because it's literally the Yeah, same. but he sh- Hamilton shot his, air, his gun in the air. That's the whole thing. That's it. That is it. Hamilton shot his gun in the air and said, I'm not going to shoot you. And Burr said, I'm going to shoot you. That's messed up, dude. How That's the hell messed do you up. Know someone's gonna not shoot at you. If you're standing across from somebody with a gun, are you really like? They um, literally said he saw him raise his gun to this guy. Well, that's mm, anyway. All right, take that out of the equation just for a second. I know what you're saying. That like, but um, but like, okay, is Hamilton the antagonist? Yes. Why? He's the antagonist in the story. Why is he the antagonist? Because he does. Every, he's the dick. He's the asshole. He does everything wrong. He literally does everything. But I feel like we're also accentuating his wrong points for the sake of musical theater. That's theater. That's what I'm saying. I'm sure Burr did terrible things too is what I'm saying. Okay, that's why I just led this off by saying he's the protagonist in Hamilton. Well, then why isn't like Jefferson the protagonist? Because he's not only in it for half of (laughs) it. Lafayette. Half of it. So? (laughs) They can be the protagonist? No, they can't. Also. um, Stop hitting the table. Son of a bitch. (laughs) <laughs> also because uh you because you give it um because how we didn't really mention this but Burr's kind of the narrator of the whole thing he kind of sets I mean, up kind of he kind of sets like, up a lot of those yeah. like scenes and stuff yeah which is I guess that also plays into the fact just because it's like you're seeing it more through his eyes than anything so like it he, he drives a story forward which is also what a protagonist does he drives a story I feel like just because Hamilton is flawed does not make him an antagonist. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying in the span of that musical, the decisions that Hamilton made... made no, but I'm, I'm saying within the musical. Just because Hamilton cheats on his wife doesn't make him an antagonist for the entire musical. Is what I'm saying. Based off decisions because Burr didn't do anything really... He seems like a better guy. Well, Burr, well what about Burr? Okay, what about Burr... Anything that he does in this musical would make him the protagonist. What does he do? Other than say, I'm going to wait, and then I want to be in the room where it happens, and then tell the story. He doesn't do anything that's, like, heroic. He doesn't do anything that's, like, exceptionally impressive. I guess you're right. But that's what I'm saying. It's just, like, that doesn't have to be, like, a... Just because, like, you have to do something heroic to be a protagonist. You don't have to, but if the protagonist is just the narrator, why is he... <laughs> if Burr is just the narrator and then kills Hamilton, why is he the protagonist? Because he drives the story forward, too. Well, antagonists drive the story forward, too. I know, but that's why I'm saying Hamilton's the antagonist. Because there's all... They're the they're obviously the conflicted powers in the whole thing. They're the two. You can't, you can't take into account Jefferson or anyone else because they're the two that keep coming back around and without them there's literally no story it's obviously because of Hamilton I'm just going to say you can be a bad guy and still be a protagonist 
That's not what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, no, I that's agree. what I'm. No, saying. I agree with you. Yes, I agree with that. Yes, but just in this scope of this setting, just by looking at the overarching story together, I feel like Burr is the protagonist. Hamilton is the antagonist. I feel like if you're going to make Burr the, the protagonist, you might as well just make Eliza the protagonist. If it's not going to be Hamilton. Okay. You can. I'm not saying you can't. Just in my opinion. That's just how it is. That's how I view it. Because like you said, because if they... It seemed like Lynn painted him in a better picture. And I think Lynn actually painted him a be, in a better picture than Hamilton. Well, he did. Yeah. So you do that... Again, Hamilton's not a better guy than Burr in this musical. Yeah. But that does not mean he's not the protagonist. But I feel like Burr drives the story forward more. That ties it into the narrator part of it. I think the musical is called Hamilton. And so I think to say Burr drives the story forward more than Hamilton drives the musical Hamilton forward is a stretch. Welcome to theater. It is art. It is art. It is one million percent open for interpretation <laughs> yeah. to each person. But that's what I'm just. And there's never going to be an answer. There's not because that's the, literally the whole point is that there's not an answer. Yeah, that, but it, just in my opinion, that's it. I think just, just because of how it's painted, how the story's structured, how everything kind of falls into place in the scope of the musical, I feel like Burr is the protagonist of this story. I think George Eager is the protagonist. He's a dick. That's the real antagonist of this thing. Honestly, man just murdered Philip for no yeah. for no reason. For no reason. <laughs> he had no issues with him before. He shot seven. What? Yeah, that was just cold blooded murder. That was not a dual murder. That was not a dual Anything. casualty. That was just murder. Murder. Um. Any other talking points we want to have? Um. I don't think so. Um. I mean, it's probably the best musical I've ever seen. I was fortunate enough to see it with the original cast. And they were all in that day. So, what are you going to do? But it was definitely the best musical I've ever seen. Um, is it my favorite musical I've ever seen? No. It's not. Yeah, I'm saying. But it is the best top to bottom musical I've oh, ever yeah. seen. And it's not even close. I mean, it is... One of... I mean... I think only one comes close to it for me. And obviously, I assume we're going to do a review of that soon. But Yeah. Um, it is astounding. But, like, honestly, comparatively... And that's what I'd say. Like, I, when I saw... So, I saw Hamilton. I, unfortunately, didn't get to see it in New York. I saw one of the tours. Um, and I actually ended up winning the lottery to be able to see it. Um, Love that. So, I literally... So, how I usually treat things, and you know the stand. Like, I usually try not to listen to stuff before I see it. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I want to be like, you know, have that wow factor of being like, oh, what is this song? Like, what, like, it's on stage. Like, I'm experiencing it all for the first time. Yeah. It was physically impossible to do that for Hamilton. There's just, I was like, I'm not paying a grand. Yeah. To see, I can keep playing the lottery, but the odds of that is thing. So I like knew the, uh, recording top to bottom. Right. Obviously. Um, I just knew everything. It is so impressive to this musical that even knowing the whole goddamn thing that was going on, mm-hmm. I was still like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. It was that good. Yeah. Like, I was like, I still, like, some of the stuff I saw, I was like, how, what, 
oh shit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like this, I think this is just on like a a field of its own of how good this actually is. Um, just because it's like standalone, I think. But like you really can't compare. Yeah. Because like we didn't even talk about. No, you can't compare. It to like the anything. choreography, even that. I mean, there's like, a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of things. Choreography, lighting, even. like whatever. Like it's just, it's mind-boggling. Yeah. So it won. Let's talk about the awards that it won. Yeah. All right, so let's just let's not even worry about anything else. Okay, so it won the Grammy Award, obviously, for Best Musical Theater Album. Uh-huh. It won the Pulitzer Prize for Drama, okay, from Lynn. He won the Pulitzer Prize. Yep. Uh, it won the Dra- Drama League Award for Distinguished Performance um, for Lynn. Yep. Uh, now, any other ones? No, no, no. Okay, Tony's. I mean, it did win more, but not important. Tony Awards. Obviously. It was nominated for... Best Musical, Best Book of a Score, Best Original Score, Best Actor in a Musical, Best Actress in a Musical, Best Featured Actor in a Musical, Best Featured Actress in a Musical, Best Scenic Design of a Musical, Best Costume Design of a Musical, Best Lighting Design of a Musical, Best Direction of a Musical, Best Choreography, and Best Orchestrations. Of those nominations, it won Best Musical, Best Book of a Musical, Best Original Score, Best Actor in a Musical for Leslie Odom Jr., although Leslie and Lynn were both Both nominated. Best Featured Actor in a Musical for David Diggs, although David Diggs, Jonathan Groff, and Christopher Jackson were nominated. (sighs) Best Featured Actress in a Musical for Renee Elise Goldberry. Uh, Best Costume Design of a Musical for Paul Tazewell. Best Lighting Design of a Musical for Hal Binkley. Best Lighting Design of a Musical from, I just said that, Hal Binkley. Best Direction of a Musical from Thomas Kale. Best Choreography for Andy Blankenbuehler. And Best Orchestrations for Alex Lackmore. So it won, what, 11? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 11 of 16. That's ridiculous. So we are not alone, obviously, in agreeing that this musical was... And that season... Let me me just look at the... That season of musicals was... The best best musical nominations were Hamilton, Mm -hmm. um, Waitress, Bright Star... School of Rock and Shuffle Along. So I think minus School of Rock, those are four, no offense, those are four very good quality musicals that, like, Waitress, had it been in 2007. It wins. In, like, a weak year, wins. It's It sweeps. Yes. Like Waitress. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Uh-huh. If it's in a weak year, that wins. Yeah. Bright Star with freaking Steve Martin and all the banjo music and stuff. Sweeps. Again, in another year, yeah, could sweeps. win a lot of awards. Yeah. It's obviously very unfortunate <laughs> to go up against Hamilton. Um, yeah, 16 at 111. Shuffle Along. Yeah, Shuffle Along. 10 nominations. It didn't win any. Like, what? Because Hamilton just took, just took all, all of them. them. Yeah. Took all of them. Ridiculous. So, like, that was a strong year. That was a strong year uh, for Who musical. won Best Actress that year? Best Actress in a musical. Lead? Or, yeah. Uh, best Performance by Leading Actress in a Musical? Oh, Cynthia Erivo for The Color Purple. That's what I was going to say, because... Yeah, they could because it could have been um, Pippa, right? Yeah, Philip Sue did not win. But yeah. like, look at these: Cynthia Erivo, Lara Benanti, yep. Carmen Cusack, yep. Jesse Mueller for mm-hmm. Waitress, and Philip Sue. Like, like that is an absurd lineup. Yeah. of people for um, Leslie Odom for Leslie Odom Jr., Alex Brightman, Danny Burstein, Zach Le- <laughs> Zach Levi, and Lynn. Like, what? were the five <laughs> leading actors? Like, that what is, is abs- like this was an absurd year, and really yet was. Hamilton still wins eleven. Yeah, like. So it's it's the real thing. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, and and I think it's I think it's now good that we talk about it four years later. Oh yeah. 
because I mean, if we were to do this in 2016, I mean, good God, oh my God. it wouldn't mean anything. It really. If would. we're just off the hype, yeah. If we're just just getting high on the hype of Hamilton and just, just go like, nuts yeah. about it, like it's like okay, yeah, whatever, it's two dudes. But like four years later, still. I mean, five years later, it premiered in January 2015. Yeah, like God, oh my it's God. still the same. It's <laughs> it has not. It has not faded. No. It is not. It has not. Uh, has not wavered one bit. Not at all. It has definitely st- stood the test of time and will um, for a while. probably for a very long time. Yes. So that's really all I got to say. Um, so throw back to uh, quick, just quick tidbit. Remember how we talked about uh, Wicked? When we talked about Wicked, we asked, do you think it would last outlast uh, Phantom? Let's ask the same question. Do you think Hamilton will, in its full run on Broadway, mm-hmm. do you think it will... Eclipse the what thirty? Because obviously, Phantom still got. Oh well, it, do like, I think it'll beat Phantom's all-time record? Yeah. So yeah, I think I asked a different question for Wicked. I think I said, "Will Wicked run longer than Phantom?" Which is not all time, like run now. I believe the question I asked was, "What do you think will be running longer, Wicked or Phantom?" Like right now, although that might not have been true. I think it was just because of like because obviously, what was it called? Um. Phantom has, what, 15, 20 years up on Wicked already? So it's just like... Yeah. Were you so let's about- see. Phantom of the Opera has had 13,366 performances. Mm-hmm. Wicked has had 6,833. So not even half. Not even half. Hamilton... Gotta scroll down here. Yeah, it doesn't have a lot. Cause it's for, only- no, for, yeah, for no reason other than it is only five years old. 1,916. So it would have to, so it's called 2000. So it would have to run for seven times what it's been running for now. To eclipse. And it's been running for four years? Yeah. So it'd have to run for 28 years. Yeah. I mean, Evan has been on like for 30. 28 more years. So 30, 32 total. 32 total, about. Yeah. Yeah, Phantom's been on since 88. <laughs> so 32. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say Hamilton is not going to run at least consecutively for that many performances. Because I think now because I because the landscape I don't I don't think I don't know if anything is going to run for longer than Phantom obviously honestly because the landscape of theater is so different now. Like back in 88 Phantom of the Opera was like the only musical. And the, I mean, think about how many Broadway, Broadway theaters there were back then. Say there were... I don't even know in the 80s. Say there were like 20 or like yeah. 15 Broadway theaters. Yeah. Phantom and what else? Yeah. Like, it was Phantom. It was Phantom, it was Les Mis, it was Cats, it was Chicago, All whatever. All things, Chicago yeah. was until... Well, no, Chicago was kind of around that time. But, like, it was Phantom. Yeah. Now... It's there are so like musical theater is so much bigger. Yeah. And there are so many more good shows being put on Broadway. Yeah. That I think not that Hamilton isn't I think Hamilton is most certainly good enough to run for that long. Mm-hmm. Um But I feel as though since there's just so much more quality theater coming in and so much more competition as opposed to what Phantom probably had in the eighties. That's fair. Um it would be hard for a single show nowadays to run for 40 years on Broadway. It would be really tough. That makes sense. Um, Fair enough. And the issue with Phantom is 
just not going to stop running. I mean, it might stop. It might leave the Majestic finally. It yeah. might get off Broadway, but it'll come back. Yeah. Because it has such just like a nostalgia factor right oh, now. Oh, for sure. Um, which Hamilton will have in 50 years <laughs> when everyone was between the ages of you know 10 and 15 when they were obsessed with it in high school and yeah. college and stuff. Like, it'll have that. Yeah. But Phantom now. It's just. I mean, it's only 88. It's not that old. It's not like Oklahoma's still running from the 50s. Like, 88 is not that bad. No. I mean, 88, uh, Chicago was 96, Lion King was 97, Cats was 82, Wicked was 03. I mean, Wicked, for only being 17 years old, is impressive. Yeah. For sure. Oh, 100%. Um, looks like it's going to pass, should pass Cats within the next couple years. Nice. Maybe, looks like. Sweet. I don't know. Um... But they also had cats. Also had a revival. That is true. So, wicked has yet to leave. Um, so I don't think it will. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good question. Sweet. Got my well, got my brain churning. Go on. That's the other question you asked me. So I was saying, remember, like wicked is such a mainstream kind of like Dear Evan Hansen, kind of like that stuff. Um, I forget how you worded it, but like. I mean, I, I know the answer, but do you think it's as good as every, everyone makes it out to be? Hamilton? Yeah. I think it's better. I think it's... Yeah, no. I think it's better than people make it out to be. I agree. I think... I mean, one thing that Hamilton did similarly to Wicked, which was great, was get a lot of people who weren't interested in musical theater interested in musical theater. Yeah. Those people, though... If they go see Hamilton and it's their first show ever, they don't know how good of a show it is. Yeah. Like, or if you just listen to the album. Yeah. And you just like the music, you like the rapping, whatever. Yeah. Like, you don't understand, people might not understand, like, how deep it is. And, like. No. Like, like if you're like, oh, I've never seen a Broadway show, I see Hamilton, you see it, you're like, that was great. But if you have nothing to compare it to, you don't know how good it truly was. That's true. Um, so I think it's I think it's better. I think Wicked was spot on. Um, it definitely deserved the hype. Yeah. But Hamilton, yeah, I think is better than a lot of people make it out to be. Mm-hmm. Even though it is on such a high pedestal yeah. already. It's that's it's just that's just the thing. It's just like, like I said with Wicked, it's like, oh, what's your favorite musical? Wicked. What's your favorite musical? Hamilton. Yeah. What? Yeah, Two. people are like, oh wow, like cool, cool. but it's like. It's I like, mean, like, we can be like Hamilton and here's why and make their head spin because of all these different things. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it. We've listened to it. I've read the freaking Hamilton. Yeah. Like, I've I've, yeah. I've flipped through the Ron Chernow thing. Yeah, me too. I've watched, it's like, awesome. every documentary. Yeah. I've interviews with Lynn and, yeah. like, everyone. Everything, like, yeah. I, I, But people who are just like, oh, yeah. like, Hamilton, like, you why? just like rap. Oh, because it's rap. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's not. So that's why <laughs> it's, it's, like, such a weird question. Um, that's why, like, you asked it to me for Wicked because it's just like, yeah, you can obviously, like, say Wicked just because it's so good. It's on that pedestal. But how good Wicked actually is, yeah, it's kind of the same thing with Hamilton. But Hamilton, I think, is even more because it just targets the cohort of, like, oh, I like rap music. So I mean, like, the, the issue with Hamilton is now it makes, like, I thought Wicked was so good. Mm-hmm. And not the Wicked isn't. I, th- I still think Wicked is oh, so Oh, Wicked's good. fantastic. But yeah. you see Hamilton, and it's just in a different just league. Like, 
<laughs> it's in a diff yeah. it's playing a different game. So yeah. it's like yeah, Wicked is great, but it's in the minors. Compared. If <laughs> if compared. if we're just putting Hamilton in the majors, yeah. like yeah. So it, it almost makes everything seem take a step down. Yeah. Um and again, I love Wicked and I've seen it multiple times. And yeah, it's great. It's, yeah, no, absolutely. But like you see Hamilton, you're just like, what the hell did I just watch? And I mean at this point in time, no one is going to be able to rival Lynn except for Lynn. I mean, like, unless I mean if you're more of a like for instance, I said um, it's not my favorite. Like Hamilton is probably the best musical I've ever yeah. seen, but it's not my favorite musical. Yeah. Like I'm a, I my favorite musical is more like Dear Evan Hansen, like more of that style. Yeah. So like I'm a big basketball guy. Yeah. So like they could come out with something that would blow Dear Evan Hansen out of the water. But, but Lynn is on a different level. But not, I mean he but is not blow Hamilton out. Exactly. Like, yeah. So like, Lynn can rival Lynn. I mean I say all the time like I. In the Heights. If you ask me to pick between In the Heights and Hamilton, I don't know which I would pick because In the Heights is so slept on. Yeah. So slept on. Yeah. People think, Lynn, oh, Hamilton. dude who wrote Hamilton. Yeah. Like, dude, In the Heights is so good and yeah. it's so similar. I mean, the style of music is obviously different, but like, it's so Lynn. And I mean, it's Lynn on the freaking soundtrack again. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm going to lead and I'm going to rap my own stuff. Yeah. But like, like I, I love Paul and I love Dear Owen Hansen. Um, Same. It's probably my favorite musical, but if they put something out, and Lynn put something out, like they're not the same. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's it's tough to say like yeah, what is better or not. Yeah. Um. That's the same thing with me. Like the whole dog fight, Darren Hanson. Yeah. Hades Town. They're all just their own beasts. Yeah. But when coming up to like this is just, but that's the one I was saying. Like I mean, obviously I said we're gonna do a review of it, but Hades Town is the only one that compares mm-hmm. that I can even kind of come in the same scope with Hamilton uh-huh. and the more I get it like the more I know about Town, the more I get into it I'm like okay like it's getting to that yeah own realm level it's I don't think it still can be compared to Hamilton yeah but it's also that big league one I think for me personally mm-hmm. so I think when we get to that review it's going to be pretty interesting for for me to me to talk about that one well well there you have it you have it good to know yeah well uh, what are we on like an hour and 45 minutes 53 my God. So we can do our songs, ratings, and yeah, be done. Just, just under two hours. Just Thanks for everyone for sticking along. If Good you have to this feature film, <laughs> this feature full-length motion picture that we're trying to give Literally. Um, all right. All right. So let's go ahead and give our um, ratings. Ratings? We do ratings for a song first. We do song first normally, song, don't we? Song. Yeah, we'll do song. Okay. So on the count of three, right? You say your favorite song? Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Your Wait town. for it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Please. No, after you. No, please. Okay. Yorktown. Um, it's what it is. Battle of Yorktown. Um, I feel like that's the one song in the. I mean, obviously, nonstop is very similar to it, but it's so weird how they piggyback off each other, pretty much. Yeah. It's Yorktown. Uh, what comes next? Dear Theodosia. Nonstop. Mm-hmm. They're like the like the similar things, but I feel like Yorktown it encompasses everything everything great of any theater piece ever written ever mm-hmm. it has the rap in it it has the chorus in it it has some ballad in it it has some contemporary in it it has choreography in it it has lighting it has literally everything encompassed in that what seven minute song yeah um and it's just just what we were talking about before like how lynn just is able to um 
words, like rhymes, like just it's if you literally sit down and listen to that song, you're just like, how the fuck did he come up like with yeah. some of this stuff? Like yeah. literally, how? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's it's it like this was probably the hardest one I've had to do so far for sure like because there's one there's so many and they're all just so good yeah Um, they're all so different yeah but I think Yorktown is just so good so if you get like a obviously listen to it um, but if you get to see a clip because they did it on the Tonys right they did did so if you get to see the I mean obviously it's not the same as being there but like when I when I like I said I saw it I was like just frozen I didn't like I was like that what just happened literally yeah. what just happened yeah it's crazy um so that's pretty much all i have to say but it's funny you say wait for it because that was probably my my second one yeah like if i had to pick wait for it then i'll let you take wait for it now so <laughs> wait for it is probably why do i like wait for it so much so for one it's a very singy song it's one of the only few like true like singing songs like there's no rapping in wave for it yeah um and if you so that's that and one last time would be the only two yeah. like singing songs that i would say would mm-hmm. maybe be my favorite um i mean a big part of wave for it i have to give up to leslie odom jr because the dude just destroys that song like it is unbelievable yeah. um but i feel as though I don't want to say that, like, oh, like, oh, I feel like that's me. Like, I feel like I'm Aaron Burr and I'm, like, waiting for it. Oh, I know. Because, like, I, I don't necessarily feel maybe like that. But I feel like it has a much, like, that song is a much more relatable song to a lot of people yeah. than, like, Yorktown. Or, like, a song like yeah. like Guns and Ships. Yeah, like, no it's, a great, it's a great song for yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. It's a great song. But I feel like Way Forward is one of the best songs that actually can you can take a meaning from and actually oh, yeah. apply it uh, to your uh, whatever part of your own life that you would like. Um, I mean, you can, again, this is art. You can take any song and apply it to any part yeah. of your whole life. No, I get what you're saying. Um, uh, so I feel like Leslie Adam just crushes it every single time. Obviously. If you've ever seen that video, the 360. With them acapella? With them acapella yeah. singing oh, away Jesus for it. Christ. It was a Tony's promo thing. Oh my gosh, look that up. <laughs> so good. So, yeah, sing acapella on the stage, and Leslie's just in the front with, like, his, you can't even, like, see you his face. Like, his head's down. down with a hat on. It's, like, nuts. <laughs> um, But, I, I mean, I obviously love how the song, I love just how the song sounds. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just a fan of the song itself. Yeah. It's it's yeah. very good. Um, And I feel like it comes at a time... Let me just make sure that this is true before I say something about it. It comes at a time in the in the show. I don't know. I think it just really does a really good job of describing how Burr feels, um, which you know is not a surprise but i feel like it comes around this time like it's like the story of the night the story of tonight reprise 10 dual commandments stay alive like it's in the middle of all these songs which are all on such different in such different tones and they're Mm -hmm. all on such a different path um and um 
I just feel like it fits really well in that in that spot. And it's right after I love how it's like right after right off the heels of a conversation he has with Hamilton where he's just like or Hamilton confesses that he would much rather have Burr's position on the battlefield and Burr's like no you would not I would rather have your job and Hamilton's kind of just like oh like oh man like yeah my job whatever even though it's like your dream job whatever whatever and Burr's just like this sucks this kid doesn't even want it like this kid doesn't want it and he's getting everything and um Oh, just hit. It just hits a nerve, especially when you see it on stage. It's very. Uh, it just like everything. Yeah. It's just like so every because <clears throat> Hamilton is so flashy, like in a good way. Yeah, like there's a it's, lot of flash and stuff. On. Yeah, but that song is just like not. Yeah, like it is. It's very clean. Yes, it's literally clean. It's very simple, yeah. very clean, like perfect. Yeah. Um, and also, just off of yours, just what you were saying with the whole relatable thing. One of the best lines, probably in the show. There's so many just good one-liners, but the uh, I'm. Inimitable. I am an original. I am the one thing in life I I can can control. control. Yeah, like... That's what I mean. Like That line alone. A lot of good lines from that that are... True to everyone. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, everyone everyone can can take take that. Yeah. That's why I think it's... I mean, I I mean, there are other songs like that. Like, History Has Its Eyes on You. Dear Theodosia. Tomorrow There'll Be More of Us. Like, stuff like that. Like, it's not, but... (laughs) Say no to this. (laughs) Uh, But I just feel like, yeah. Because that's... But that's, like, almost the first one in the show, also. Also, yeah, yeah. That you can take that oh, from. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, unless you're, like, you can relate to Satisfied, which is, I mean, a lot of people do, but that yeah. seems like a different realm than what Wait For It's <laughs> yeah. trying to address. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Wait For It. Sweet. Great. Now our ratings. All right. Ready? Yeah. Uh, let me make sure I remember what mine is. I know which Make sure I don't want to make any adjustments last second. Yeah. Huh? Mm. Um, okay. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Nine point five. All right. Nine point eight, nine point five. I mean, we don't need to really talk more about why <laughs> because it's obviously very clear. Um, but that puts Hamilton at the top of our list. Uh, gotta be at a nine point six five. Uh, the next closest was a nine point zero five. Just dogfight, right? Which was dogfight yeah. because. See, yeah, you gave Dolphin a 9-9, and you gave Hamilton a 9-5. Yeah. I can tell you why. It kind of goes off why you said it. Sure. It's not my favorite. It's not your favorite, you're right. So I give the extra point four to literally one of my favorite musicals. You know what I mean? But I think my favorite musical will be rated lower than Hamilton. See, I don't think so. Just because of how I like, just, you know... Ratings are ratings. See, see, each is own. I don't make the rules. Hey, man, we just enforce them. Kyle, any more, any updates, any current events? Well, um, probably the biggest one, yep. Broadway's dark. Yep. Um, so, so, no. no. Got it. Okay. Great. Oh, uh, maybe one I just actually saw today. Uh, Aaron Tevet has COVID. He does have COVID. <laughs> I did see I that. I saw that today and I was like, oh, cool. Which is no bueno. No. Um, but luckily for all you Moulin Rouge fans, he, uh, he said he was doing really well. He's just, you know, resting. He's in self-quarantine. I did see that. And he um, is also probably going to extend his contract when this is up. Nice. Anyway. so like, What are they doing with contracts? They'll probably just extend. If I had a guess. Like, like everyone is going to extend across the board? Probably. Well, unless, obviously, you can obviously not. 
Right. Like, yeah, but you like, have to. If, if people are like, I want to stay, like, I didn't get... Because they're going to, what, miss probably, like, two, three months? Right. At this rate? Like, but, um, yeah, so that was the one thing I saw today. I mean, obviously, there's stuff still circling around in the theater world, but it's not really current. It's all, you know, Broadway's dark, so we're kind of just, like, in a weird lull with theater. Yeah. Um, so this is why we decided to... I mean, obviously, we had the chance to do it, so mm-hmm. we weren't going to pass up the opportunity to record this episode and yeah. start recording more. Um, but I felt like it was a good time, because... I there's mean, no theater. Yeah, there's nothing else spots. going on. No, so, there's no other theater buzz, and people are at home literally begging do. for more things to do yeah. and listen to yeah. and watch and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah that's why I thought it would be a really good time to record this. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's pretty why. much it. So, Okay. I am exhausted. It has been a long episode. That is ugh, talking about and how again so dense, so dense, so dense. You have to you have to listen to it to understand at least listen to it from start to finish. You don't obviously don't have to do it all the way through, but like don't go out of order. Yeah, don't, don't if you never listen to it, don't shuffle it. Like just you, go straight through. Which I mean, if you're a, not a psychopath, you wouldn't shuffle <laughs> yeah. a musical theater <laughs> album that like, you're listening really to for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes. Yeah, yeah, and it's—I mean—it's two and a half hours long, so like you can break it up, but just like make sure you're like paying attention because you also need to pay attention a lot too, mm-hmm. um, because there are a lot of different people talking, saying a lot of different things, a lot of voices sound similar. Like, yeah, got to make sure you're paying attention. This isn't like a put it on the background while you work for the first time and then no. be like, oh, that was good. Like, you need to pay literally attention. Literally listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that's just my advice. If I were going to go back and listen to it again for the first time, that's what I would tell myself. Yeah. Smart. Well, that's all I got. That's all I got. So that is season two, episode one, Broadway we're, Bros. We're back. Um, so we're going to be posting this as soon as we can. And then we also have uh, something a little bit different coming up that we'll probably be posting before the next full episode, um, which is should be pretty cool, um, which we're pretty excited about. Um, which will involve someone other than just Kyle and I, which will be interesting, a surprise. And then um, we'll keep doing these. We'll, we'll jot out a plan and hopefully give you guys a longer uh, season two. And for, for I mean, for now, this is the plan to keep doing what we're doing. Um, and then throw in, mix in a couple different episodes of yeah. lists Types, and stuff yeah. Like that, yeah. So that's that. We're back, season two. Yeah. Um, Last little thing, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at Broadway Bros Pod. Why? At Broadway Bros was taken by an account that hasn't been used in like five years. Uh, Broadway Bros Pod also on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. And uh, for now, that's I believe all we have. That's all we have. That's um, all we got. Feel free to message. Tell us yes. what shows you want yes. to look into. Obviously. Yes, even if you are our friends. Like, tell us. <laughs> like, text us and be like, yeah, hey, like, do this. Do this show. And we'll yeah. be like, okay. We'll, we're working <laughs> I don't care if it's one person. Like, like if someone wants us to do a show, that's what happened with freaking Bubble Boy. Yeah. Billy was like, Billy dude, was Bubble like, Boy. Yeah. And we're like, okay. And it was like our worst show ever. But, um. Yes, I think that's it. Um, that is it. Kyle, anything else to say? Nope, I think we're all good. Alrighty. Well, then we will. We're looking forward to being back. Yes, we are. And we'll see you in our next episode. Make sure to follow us and reach out and let us know what you think. And we will see you next time. Till next time. See ya. Bye. Just cut that. Cheers.